right outside my studio. I should give you a tour. I've got the big Rob Zombie painting that. Uh, oh, yeah, like beautiful. Yeah, it's really it really would be interesting because Rob writes things all over the painting. Like, for example, part of the mural of the painting is um, John and Yoko naked. And then he writes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all good children go to heaven, which is part of a Beatles song. But stuff like that is written all over the, the painting. And mm-hmm. and some of the things he writes on there, you, 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 I'm like, gee, do I know that reference? In other words, it's all sort of part of, part of pop culture that it's almost like a trivia exam. I was wondering if uh, maybe you'd help me interpret it. Well, but. Uh- let me at it. Yeah, no, you're good with that. That's your thing. <laughs> you're very up on what the kids are into. So, anyway. <laughs> hey Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Uh, busy day yesterday. Couldn't get anything done. I was getting some work done in my office, and uh, then my computer got unplugged, and then that, that wreaked havoc for about two hours trying to get that thing working again. Oh, Never geez. unplug your computer. Ay vey. And, you know, busy with my mother. So, I don't know. There's not a lot of time for fun. Well, is your mother better, or is um, she still the same? She, I want to say, I want to say she's better, but I would. The reality is, she's still the same. She's just like just maybe little, even a millimeter of of difference. Like, yeah, she's moving by millimeter. millimeters into the good spot. Well, <laughs> she used to describe her pain as a ten, and wanted to die. Uh, now she describes her pain as a seven, and wants to die anyway. So <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. And. uh and I go, well, you're not allowed to die in this country, so you got to stay alive. What am I doing here? Oh. What am I doing? But I realize my hobby for most of my life has been my mother's misery, so uh, this is nothing new. It's just on steroids. Well, you know what it is? It's probably reminding you a lot of your your adolescence and, and later childhood because you could actually understand her complaints. And, you know, you were the only one there to listen. <laughs> yes. Yes, Robin, you understand my nightmare. <laughs> it was great because my sister was at college and I, I would sit at home and listen to my mother. I'd sit at her feet and listen every day to her misery. And But um, I guess she's settling into her sadness. And she said she wanted to go to a hospice. I go, you're not at that point. You're not going to any hospice. You're fine. Yeah, she you're... can't live for years at a hospice. That's not what you're <laughs> Well, right now, I think she wants to live for years at the hospital. <laughs> so. Oh, but, dear. Yeah, it's costing me a lot of dough, too. I got to set her up with, uh, you know, I got full-time A already. Plus, I pay for the place they're in, you know, their, their apartment. And then... Yeah. Um, and now I'll probably have to get like a full-time nurse type. So, you know, I mean, they should bankrupt me by about two, three. I even said to Beth, <laughs> I got to go to work. I, I can't quit working. I now support everyone. It's awesome. Can't tell you how I, I didn't see this coming. Because my old man was always like, you're a moron. You can never make a living. You're so stupid. Now look who's supporting who. He's so bright. 
He, he probably does. He remember doing any of that stuff? You know, like uh, I, I love know. how um, people as they get older they forget how horrible they were. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I don't know what don't he have knows. Any rec- I never did that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my father would deny it. Actually, I think he's kind of proud of it. Major, look at you! You're very upstanding. Oh, he's citizen. responsible for how well you're doing because he was so tough. You should thank me. <laughs> Robin and I used to always say it was better in the dark ages. Everybody died by 30. You never had a bad That's moment. That's right. You didn't, yeah. you didn't have to deal with <laughs> all of this. You know, if like a dinosaur or something, back in the cave days, and the dinosaur didn't eat you, you just dropped dead from something else, like a, a That's cold. That's right. It, it was like uh, you either were eaten or you just dropped dead of the first thing you got because there was no That's medicine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, medicine's fucking everything up. Medicine's costing <laughs> me a fortune. <laughs> I'm on the misery tour. I'm like a band that can't stop touring. I just, you know, I'm, I'm in that misery the loop. Hmm. But yeah, or so who knows what's going to be, but yeah, I'm taking care of my mom, my dad. And you know, the Bible says that's your honor to do that. And I want to meet the man who well, wrote what that. What do you do that the Bible says? Yeah, <laughs> that's about it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I follow that one. <laughs> That one was beaten into me. Uh, yeah, but I'm pretty drained emotionally, physically. Well, that's tough, you know, of... listening to somebody and not being able to do anything about it. You know, it'd be great if you could just you know, magic wand it away for her. And, you know, that, that all you had to do every day, go there and, you know, give her the wand and she'd be fine. You'd be great. She'd be happy. But you just have to listen. She's got some great doctors, I'll tell you that. You know, numero uno is Dr. Schlopmit. She's got a uh, new, uh, I don't, I, again, I don't mention names, but uh, the, there's a pain management guy. There's a neurosurgeon guy. There's, um, you know, Dr. Agus is weighed in. There's a doctor who coordinates all the other doctors. Uh, I know them all. Then there's some wonderful expensive. nurses. You get, when you, you know, you're still, you're almost up to eight people. <laughs> I'm up eight people. Oh, that's nothing. Then there's uh, Sonia, the nurse, and uh, oh, yeah, my mom collects doctors like baseball cards. You know what's <laughs> ironic in all of this? <laughs> what's ironic is my mother. When I was a boy, my mother would complain about old people, and she goes, "These old people, all they do is go to the doctor all day, and it's horrible." <laughs> You hear them in every minute with the doctor and the doctor. It's because they're lonely and they feed off the Medicaid system. So she doesn't say A lot of these doctor visits, they're unnecessary. <laughs> but they go because it's free. That's right. I see. They treat these doctors like they're their friends. That's right. Every minute with like every minute with that's right. You know they they agree. They both have the same. They agree view with and, each other. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, she has a. Remember when, when uh, she has a bigger medical team than than President Biden right now. <laughs> it's like she's a Walter Reed. She's the most important woman in the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. The queen is envious mom. of her medical team. That's what I said to Beth. I go, I don't think the queen gets this kind of treatment. 
It's so sad me. No one visited me yet today. I haven't seen any. I go, Mom, stop it. You got 57 people visiting you. You can't be there every second. Mm, you know, Man. that could be what this is all about. Absolutely. I talked to, uh, oh, that's another guy I got. I got the uh, geriatric psychiatrist. Oh, wow. Yeah. I got, uh, yeah, he's, it's all about depression. Geriatric yeah, well, depression. Yeah, but it's also like, you know, she wasn't getting enough attention. Yeah. And so yeah. this is getting her a lot of attention. Yeah. And I mean, that idea that nobody's visited me yet today. I got to ratchet up the complaining. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I, I hear you. I've, I've thought it all through and I can't say you're wrong, but I just would like to see my mom not in pain. It's very disheartening and uh, very draining because, you know, I have a Jesus Christ complex. I think I can fix everything. And obviously I'm out of my league here. Uh, I can fix a microphone. Well, actually, I can't even do that. So there you go. Right. You got somebody that does that for you. You couldn't plug no. in your computer. <laughs> That's right. I can't. I couldn't. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's pretty fun being a celebrity. I get to talk to geriatric psychiatrists in my free time. And <laughs> and uh, it's great. Things are going very well. Why would you uh, anyway, um, geriatric I, um, as your specialty if you were a psychiatrist? I always am. I know it's a bad. Why doctors pick their specialties? It's a bad specialty because all your patients die. You know, yeah. it's. Uh, well, I, I should be. You know, they're not all geriatric. You know, that's a part of their practice. So, okay, uh, yeah. he does get to talk to somebody who's not particularly dying at the moment. He's well, I got to tell you, if anything, it's an awesome preview of things to come. I I just can't wait to uh, if I if I'm lucky enough to live. Long life, which is, you know, it would be nice, but uh, I'm starting to consider like maybe um, 80s a good time to say goodbye. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're now because, looking for what's the best date to just end it because it well, only gets worse from there. Well, it's weird because, you know, most people my age don't have their parents at all. And, uh, and I'm always happy to have them. But but the thing I've learned in this unusual situation of mine, the big prize for living a long, he healthy life is pain and sadness. <laughs> like my dad's lost his marbles, you know. I mean, he's got his marbles, but he can't really articulate but anything. But they're locked this is a, inside of yeah. a body that can't hear or, or communicate, right? Yeah, and we don't even know if he, like, my mom hasn't been there for a while. And, you know. He, Has he asked, where is she? Yeah, yeah, he does. He's like, okay. oh, is this? Well, he doesn't even know her name. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> you you kind of know what he means. Living after 80 is like staying out after 2 a.m. Nothing good happens. No, that is not true. It all depends on the person. I have a friend who's a mother's best friend. Now, the mother died a couple of years ago. Yeah. Her best friend was already over 100. Still living alone, taking care of herself, and uh, she's still here. She goes and visits yeah. that woman and goes out to lunch with her when she goes to Florida. Well, I told you, Dr. Lou, my buddy, his mom is still alive. She's 102. Yeah. She's, she wow. lives on her own. She does fine. And, you know, Mel Brooks is almost 100. He seems so happy. So that's yeah. a good sign. There are people. There are people who do it well. Yeah. Betty yeah. White had been out a few days before 
She died. She didn't make it quite to 100. She had a good life. Well, there you go, Robin. You're absolutely right. That's what I dwell on. I dwell on the people who are doing it well and hoping I'm one of them. Well, I told Beth, the moment I start shitting myself, she's allowed to push <laughs> me in front of a bus. Wait a minute. <laughs> Just a slip or, I mean, uh, is it regular uh, now? <laughs> full on duty where she's got to go buy me a diaper. I'm like, you know, that might be enough humiliation for one lifetime. The adult diaper thing, yeah. Yeah, happens to all of us if you live long enough. So we'll see. I don't know. Richard, this is your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of things. Oh, uh, yeah. Howard in California. Let's say good morning to Howard, another fellow Howard. Good morning, hey, Howard. Howard. Good morning, good morning. Howard. Good morning. Long time, long time, Howard. I've been waiting to talk to you. First time I tried and I got in here and, uh, talking to a gentleman but you've been my inspiration since i was 17 years old sneaking out of the house the girlfriend didn't want me to meet you and uh, i actually got out of there met you in pasadena at a book signing but uh i've been your minion for years for years and uh you always talk about porn and you know when i watch porn i was thinking the other day i was like i wonder if howard watches porn with glasses on because when i put glasses on howard the porn comes to life to me and uh when i don't have glasses on it's just boring so I was like, I wonder if Howard wears glasses when he wears when he watches porn. Of course I do. Of course I wear my glasses. I won't be able to see. First of all, I watch porn primarily on my iPhone, uh, which is a small screen, and I have to balance. The, well, I have a whole routine, so I have to balance the iPhone on on the uh, porcelain of the. Um, I have a urinal, and I. Uh, I have to balance it on there or balance it on a tabletop, depending on where I am. And then I have to put tissues over the camera lens, you know, the, the little um, the little hole where the where possibly someone could be spying on me. I put tissues over that. It's a whole balancing act. It cuts it cuts it way into my screen time. So or my screen size, the tissue uh, it cuts the, the screen almost in half. So in order to see what the action is, I've got to wear glasses. Of course I wear my How glasses. How far is that phone away from you with all this table mounting and urinal? It depends. Thing? It's not that it far, but range. it's not. It has to be within range. Yes, but it's not eye height, unfortunately. I can't uh, find I a nice area with eye height. So, you know, I got to have my glasses on so I can see everything. And it's very important. And then I have other rules. I have to have... Uh, build up, uh, you know. I need. I don't like straight sex. I like to see some build up. I like to see the. Now mom I know a new gift I can get you. No, 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 no please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to get me? Yeah, I, 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 I like that. I like the build up theory, Howard. I really do because you know when I when I jerk off every day, you know that you know my jism just lands on my feet, you know. So oh, I, oh, I don't man. got no backup. I don't got no backup factor, you know. Why don't you? Why? Why would a man not have the tissues that you uh, drop your load into? Because you don't want that. I just shit on your feet. Then you got to do a whole cleanup. What's wrong with you? Yeah, no. But you know, you 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 you, you put in a lot of work. I just I just get to it, and you know, I, I'm hoping that that's well, he's already finished by the time you get set up. <laughs> no, you well, want to know something? I'm going to tell you something, oh. Howard from California. Howard El Dragon. Uh, they used to call me El Dragon. I'm like um. You, you ever watch the show Dexter? I got to set up before oh, I go in for the kill. I watched the whole thing, Howard. I watched the whole right. thing. All right. Thank you, Howard. It's enough. I, uh, he's disgusting. No, they have these little shelves that are like, you know, you can pull them on and take them off. 
the wool, and I'm going to get you one of those shelves so you can put your little your tea your your phone at eye level <laughs> how dare you listen i'm not going to use that so don't waste your money i'm not sure imagine beth sees me walking in the bathroom with a shelf and I gotta... <laughs> well it's a little thing you, you can hide it <laughs> put it in so. your little bag with all your other things that you use no 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 well <laughs> mark go ahead you're on the air in new york Hey, Howard, I wanted to let you know that you don't even deserve a woman like that. A woman, she comes on, she comes on here, sends you a picture. You're the biggest pussy I know. Okay. What? All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know what he's I don't know about. what you're saying. I, I don't understand why I'm a big pussy. I mean, you know, you, she, she sends you a picture on Valentine's Day. Right. And, and I banged you her. her not, you consider it not to go um, immediately make love to her. I did make love to her. What are you talking about? Did you hear the show? Immediately, though, you don't you don't sit there and think about it. I mean, is she locked up in their house? <laughs> yes. You know, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I shared a story yesterday. All right. All right. Thank you. You're brilliant. I did bang my wife. How dare you call me less than a man <laughs> and say I'm a big <laughs> pussy? How I got so you? much email. People wanted me to put. Beth sent me a, a, a picture on Valentine's Day. And she said, okay, you can post it. She's in her panties and bra. And it's a really good picture. She took it in the mirror. She did like a selfie. And it, it is. It's a spectacular picture. And I don't know. For some reason, I didn't post it. And the fans are pissed. Oh, are they? Yeah, of course. Guys like to see what I'm up to. And let me see. I should probably post it. I don't know why I'm having this strange feeling. I mean, Beth Beth made her living as a lingerie model, bathing suit model. So she made a lot of money doing that. So she said, I don't care. It's just one more of those pictures out there. But for some reason, I don't know. It seemed extra sexy because it was in the bathroom and she was just taking it herself. I'm, for me, it was hardcore sexy. I'll read you some of the email. A lot of people disappointed that uh, they didn't, I didn't get put to see. that out there. Yeah, if you're worried, uh, Howard, uh, if you're worried about the comments uh, on Beth's picture, just post the pic and turn off the comments. Don't punish the rest of your fans because of a couple of assholes. Oh, that's uh, a thought. I mean, what does it mean when you turn off the comments? You just won't see them. People yeah. will be writing into nothing. Right. It won't allow you to comment. I see. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, what happens is the pick will get out there anyway, and people will comment. Right. It'll be somewhere else being commented. That's right. Uh, send me the pick, please, Howard. You're, you're a tease. Please, Howard, post the picture of Beth. One listener is upset with Marianne for calling in and telling me not to post it. Fuck Marianne. Who is she, the boner police? Show those titties, Howard. <laughs> King of all blacks left me a strange voicemail. He's getting more and more odd. He... He thinks I did he... the right thing, but he's upset at Beth for giving me permission to post it. I never know what he's talking oh, about. Geez. Yeah, let me see if I can find his thing. Mm. Somehow the woman can never be right. Right. Hey, Howard. Hey, listen, I heard the show and I agree with you about Beth's picture with the panties on. You shouldn't post it.
Why would you want somebody looking at your wife? The question I got is, why doesn't she mind if you post them? Her, her, her saying, I don't, it doesn't bother me if you post them. That means that she doesn't, she doesn't mind other men looking at her. I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's kind of weird that she doesn't mind you posting that. You know what men are do with that picture? You know, that's why you don't want her to post it. I agree with you. Don't post it, Howard. And she should tell you not to post it, too. He's always so off. Like, yeah. she used to, believe me, she was in a lot less clothing when she would do FHM and all that. Uh, but it's not, I didn't want to not post it because other men would look at it. I don't care if other men look at it. But uh, I didn't want to post it because I just didn't want, I don't even know why. I didn't know, maybe the comments. <laughs> You're not even sure why you don't want to post it. Yeah, I'm not, I don't even know. I mean, I I really didn't have a problem posting it. Then everyone weighed in, and then all of a sudden I said, well, maybe I'm not thinking this through. But I don't care if other men see it. I just don't want them hurting her with their fucking... Right. You know, because, like, I see, like, Emily Ratajkowski on Daily Mail, and the girl's gorgeous. I mean, you know, you could say whatever you want about her, but you can't... And then guys will go, she's a, she's ugly, she has an ugly belly button, she has a rat face, blah, 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 blah. And I'm <laughs> like, whoa, her? Who are these guys fucking? So, I don't know. And then when JD told me not to post a picture, I was like, what the fuck? You know, I, and then like even women are right, you ought to eat something, you're too thin. And I'm like, what the oh fuck? Yeah. A lot of people so, with nothing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of commentary, and I don't know if I was up for it, so I just kind of didn't do it. But, yeah, but Beth doesn't care. She goes, listen, I've done a million of those pictures. Who cares? I, I don't it? know what century the king lives in, you know. He, yeah, he yeah, just yeah. has these backward thoughts. Hey. Let me change the subject because I know you like to hear my thoughts on this too about the Bachelor because the Bachelor aired and I gotta just say a couple of things about it because uh, this guy's just a weirdo. He's some ex football player who never actually played football. He he got to the pros and I guess there's a lot of guys like that. They get to the pros and then they're not good enough. Yeah, but they but, always wind up on the Bachelor. None of the players. <laughs> I think it's a grooming uh, place for Bachelor candidate. But the guy, I don't know. I, I these women are fighting over this dude this season. And I'm not sure why. I don't know what kind of life they're going to have if they marry him. Uh, I don't know that the guy has a job, honestly. And to me, he seems a little bit awkward. But well, all right, all the women always cracks me up about these shows is, of course, the TV company is providing everything. It's providing where right. they live right now. It <laughs> provides all the travel, the dates. The if he was trying to date these women, it would be nothing like this. Oh, it's so great because he took a girl on a helicopter date and she was like, oh, my God, this is the best date of my <laughs> life. Thank you. And he sits there like, you know, he doesn't say, honey, I couldn't afford this in real life. It's take the best date I've ever had. I've never been yeah. to a helicopter he acts, before. <laughs> she goes, oh, thank you. Thank you for choosing me to go on this date. And he's like, uh, um, he, he kind of sits there and he's got this like confidence 
He takes her in the helicopter and he starts explaining to her what's going on. He goes, yeah, you got to put on these headsets if we're going to talk. Like, like it's his helicopter. You right. know, he's he goes right into it. He's used to this. Yeah. Get, yeah. Like, like he's like, uh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Put on your microphone so we can talk. Uh, yeah. Over there is um, that island over there. Like they, they they brief him five minutes before the date and he <laughs> acts like he's. You know, he, Gordon Gecko or something, and he's taking her on his private helicopter. And, and the girls are so delusional, they buy into it. You know, she the girl's always like, oh, thank you, The Bachelor, for planning this amazing day. He should just say, no, the producers planned this for us. I know, because they what, do what? sort of take credit for, oh, the date I have picked out for her is yeah. blah, blah, blah. No, the producer told you what you were going to do. And here's the reality. He's going to say, listen, honey. If I pick you and I marry you, we're going Dutch on these dates. Uh, you're going 50-50. <laughs> you're going to have to get a job. In fact, do you have an apartment? Because I don't have one. <laughs> Never mind that. Do you have an Uber account? Because I need a ride. <laughs> he should turn to them and go, I- I'm glad you enjoy the helicopter date, but enjoy it because it's never happening again. Based on what I, what, I played football, I you know I didn't make any money there. And right now, I'm not sure I can afford shoes. you know i don't know what's happening we're gonna have to live on this bachelor money for the rest of our lives (laughs) yeah anyway uh they they had a date this week the bachelor went on a date with a girl named sarah and um they you know they, they always have this moment where they sit down and they have a real conversation about how things are going in their relationship it is so insipidly boring. I, I'm I'm embarrassed that I watched the entire two hours and I love it so much because <laughs> I can't I should count how many likes. This girl goes, every other word is like. And then when he starts talking, every one of his words is like. And you don't know what anyone's talking about. I don't even know what they were talking about. Except I heard the word like a million times. Listen to this. Clips a minute twelve, almost a minute thirteen long. One minute, 13 seconds. And I think the word like maybe is said at least 20 times. <laughs> Keep a count in your head while you're, you know. All right. All right. I haven't seen you in a day, but you've had like a crazy last uh, day. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and it was like awkward, as, as you would expect. Yeah. But like coming to that decision um, wasn't as like as easy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Now I'm like really happy. Because I feel like everyone else can, like, breathe a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. But how are you doing yeah, now? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I just want to keep, like, assuring you and, like, telling you how I feel. And, like, I, like I shared with you the other night, like, I truly am feeling, like, confident. I can sit and spend time with you, and I'm not thinking about, like, anyone else. And that's, like, really exciting. Like, yeah. it's feeling really real and just so, like, synonymous with real life. And it's just, like... Starting to it's feel like good. Real life. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, like, it's always felt like real life, but now it's like real, real life. Like, <laughs> like we said it the whole time, but now it's like real. Yeah, yeah. This is the um, the first week where it's hit me, where I was like, okay, like things are getting serious, and I think, like, yeah, for you to say that, it's like I'm glad that I'm not the only one feeling that way. Yeah, so totally. I'm, I know. I'm happy that I'm you're, glad you're feeling that feeling the same way. <laughs> yeah. I counted 23, yeah, what'd you count? I about 21. I had 23. <laughs> okay, because you could miss <laughs> something. Left. We're coming so fast. Yeah, I think what she was saying is, hey, this was like their second date, and she was like, hey, it it was real before, but like now it's really real. And 
And by real, they mean like, like, like. <laughs> You're doing like, it now. Yeah, right. <laughs> that it's, it was just television before, but now it's a real relationship. Well, she said she's not thinking about not. anybody else. She's just thinking about him. Who was she thinking about before? Like, first of all, I think that girl's like 23 years old. So. Was she looking oh. at some of the cameramen or something? <laughs> yeah, I was falling for the cameraman and two of the girls in the house. And now I'm just thinking about you. The back office counted 28 likes. Wow. 28. So there you go. And I know it's just maddening. It's mind-blowing. Well, you got to put in a lot of likes if you have nothing to say. Right. There was really nothing going on in that sentence. Yeah. He's a weird dude, too. Like, like now, yeah, now I'm going to be doing it all, all morning. But he's a weird dude. These girls, he finds out something about the girls, and then he needs to step away. Could you imagine if you were on a date with a guy and he said to you, I'm going to step away? Like, what do you mean like you're going to step what, away? Uh, instance. Here, I'll give you a montage of stepping away moments. I have been nothing but kind of respectful to you. And as soon as Clayton comes around, all of a sudden you have Two of the girls here are arguing and he's hearing all of it and he says to them, I have to step away. Like, he needs time to talk to himself. <laughs> it's almost as if he gets uncomfortable and he just bails out. Which is an interesting move. That's what I've he's going to do away. as a husband. He's going right. to bail every time things get uncomfortable. Confident guy. I don't even leave to pee on a date. I'm afraid they'll <laughs> run away. So once you're on a date with me, I don't walk away. Initiative. <laughs> I, I just need to. I'm going to step away for a second. Okay. I think I've been as open as I can be and as honest as I can be. But I'm honestly just really confused and I am scared right now. I get this part in the journey and I just really need to step away for a moment and think this through. So excuse me. He steps away and he thinks things through. Then he has another weird move. I noticed girls open up to him. I told you about this the other day. Girls will open up to this guy and share their most intimate thoughts. You know, some of them are 23 years old. The thoughts aren't that intimate, but it's some heavy stuff like, oh, I lost my cousin or something like that. And then he goes, thank you for sharing that. He has nothing to say. And the whole time he's looking at him, he's licking his lips because he just wants to make out with him. <laughs> it's my whole scores theory. I used to go to scores and I had a theory. I'd be like, you know, most of these women who dance were strippers, professional strippers. I would like them to rub into my penis when they're giving me a lap dance. But they don't normally do that. But I think if I establish a conversation with them, they'd be more comfortable rubbing into my penis. If you make contact, you know, like... Yeah. So I would say to them, hey, by the way, is that your real name? Or am I, am I calling you Destiny because you're a stripper? No, it's not. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually Gertrude. Oh, and how are you doing? Really? I'd have conversations. Robin's seen me in action in strip clubs. Oh, yeah. I would, I, and I, my theory was if I listened to them and their problems, maybe they'd be more comfortable rubbing their ass into my penis. And they could be telling you some horrendous story, but you don't yeah. even hear it. 
You my parents moved here from Russia. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. And they, <laughs> I have three children, and I actually married a bartender, and he dumped me and the three kids, so I'm working here. <laughs> and 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 my theory, like, I would start to zone out and go, "Oh, why didn't I? Why did I do this?" <laughs> I'm giving them funny money. I don't need, but I had a real feeling that I should make a connection because maybe my. And this is what this bachelor guy is doing. They start opening up to him, and he starts licking his lips because you know he's thinking about making out with him. Yes, when can I go in for the kiss? And I can tell he's not listening because all he always says the same thing to every one of them. He goes, they say horrible things. My mother uh, killed my father, and then my sister committed suicide. And then he goes, thank you for sharing that. Thank you. And it's such, it, I'm not even sure he heard what they said. Right. And then he starts right. making out with them. And in their tears, he starts making out with them. He doesn't even wait. And I was just really ashamed of being adopted. I just felt like kind of like second choice. Susan, thank you so much for sharing that. This year, I also lost my cousin. She was a year younger than me, and that was really unexpected, too. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, yeah, I really appreciate you sharing that. Every time I see, like, a firefly, I just, like, take a second think of her. Thank you for sharing that. I know that probably takes a lot out of somebody, and so... Yeah, I do appreciate you sharing because, again, it helps me understand. I think, you know, if, like, my mom could stop loving me, why can't anyone else? Like, she's my mom. That's a lot of info. No, it's, first of all, thank you for yeah. sharing all that. Thank I you for sharing. Just one of them would say, repeat what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got a vacant look in his eyes. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Drop your pants now, please. <laughs> And he, this dude, when he kisses, he opens his mouth immediately like, dudes, take a breather. And he sticks, he, he gives him the baloney right away. You see that big tongue. And you see this one after the other, the baloney being given to every yeah. girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, dude, oh, and the noises. I've never heard such, dude, it's so <laughs> vile. I want to throw up. I like up. you a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Right. Can you give me an idea? It's like eating. Oh, there's just one thing that has been missing from all that. Oh, like is he sucking on a rib or? <laughs> yeah, they, and they've just opened up to him too. <laughs> my my mother abandoned me, and my entire family died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Let's make out. Gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> um, and he's not, one girl goes, I enjoy eating my own feces. Thank you for sharing that. Kiss me. <laughs> it's vile. Oh, this guy's on the phone, Peter. The birds aren't real guy. Have you heard about this? Birds aren't what? real. Have you heard birds about the Birds aren't movement? real. Yeah, I, I got to tell you about this guy. This guy might be my hero. Okay. I am going, um, let me do the setup. Hopefully Peter can hang on five minutes while I do the setup. So I am disgusted with the way America is going. And I got a feeling this young guy, Peter, I think he's a young guy. I think he's in his 20s. All these conspiracy theories. In fact, I was uh, just reading about, uh, I feel so bad for these people. 
I, I, they had a business in Texas on the border. Texas and Mexico. And when Trump announced he wanted to build a wall to keep everyone out and make America great again, this little uh, business, it was a butterfly business. Have you read about this? There's a butterfly no. business. They, you go there, it's a butterfly sanctuary. It's a sweet little business. Girl Scout troops will go there. Classes will go there. When my daughter was six years old, my youngest, I took her to the butterfly exhibit at the Museum of Natural History. It was the most, I still remember it to this day. You go in a room and the butterflies fly all over you. And my daughter, watching it through her eyes, it was just magical day. So much fun. And we still talk about it. My daughter and I, my daughter's, that daughter's 29. And we still talk about the day we went to see the butterflies and we were alone in that room. And anyway, so in Texas, there's the National Butterfly Center. And for years, they opposed the plan for Trump's border wall because the border wall would have been built right through the middle of their property. So they said, look, we don't want to sell. We, we love our business and we're not looking for this. So somebody started a conspiracy theory against them. They just make up shit. They started claiming that the Butterfly Center is a front for sex trafficking and the exploitation of children. Just made it up. Made it up, made it out of, you know, it's like if I said, oh, Robin Quivers, she um, she molests um, uh, monkeys. You know what I mean? It's something crazy, but it suited the purpose of these, you know, nut jobs who under all circumstances must get this wall built. And they were and it got so out of hand that the public started to believe it. And even um, some woman running for a congressional office uh, believed it. It, w- it was uh, like crazy. I, I even have tape of the uh, Butterfly Center being visited by... It, it, it gets so out of hand with these conspiracy theories. Oh, I'll, I'll play this for you. Because, well, we'll I got to tell you, this is great. I mean, America's going to hell in a handbasket because everyone makes up these theories and they read about it on the Internet and they can't tell what's real and they can't tell what's fake. I'm trying to find this story. Bear with me. Here, National Butterfly Center. So here's a woman running for Congress. She confronted the executive director of the Butterfly Place and uh, she's accusing them of child rape. And can you imagine these people? They're but probably well, the most. Why wouldn't these people be arrested if everybody knows they're doing this horrible thing? It is against yeah. the law. Why hasn't it been stopped? I think there's some lawsuit. It's hard to know who starts these conspiracy theories. But listen to this. You can leave now. Thank you for leaving now. Thank you so much. But um, I'm sorry that you're okay with children being raped. No, I'm not okay with any of that. And your bullshit is a big problem. I'm going to go help the world while you're a really nasty person. Yeah, that's right. So we're here with a woman who's not a very nice person who's okay with children. You do not take my... So the audio is chaotic and it's hard to follow, but that's the point. 
I mean, who's expecting this kind of chaos at a butterfly sanctuary? Right. And and now, due to security concerns, the Butterfly Center announced it was closed until further notice earlier this month. In other words, they can't well, even the keep Well, the people their... won. They, they, they stopped these child molesters and traffickers right. from doing anything in that particular location ever again. And this is the problem with conspiracy theories. The assholes who believe them, then they start showing up places and they start havoc on a little butterfly center. And it's horrible. And it all came about because, you know, somebody wanted this wall built, which wasn't getting built anyway. And the butterfly center is like the most peaceful place on earth. If you've ever seen butterflies, I mean, they're not harming anybody. So uh, this guy, Peter, I read about. This is terrific. He he started a movement called Birds Aren't Real. And what it was is he saw I let me let me make sure I got it right. I'll get him on the phone. This is Peter. Hey Peter. How you doing? Yeah, hey, it's Peter here. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm really actually glad to have you on the air cuz I think what you did really is awesome. Because I can't stand uh, these motherfucking conspiracy assholes who just wreck people's lives. It's a nightmare out here, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you for having me on. It's a true honor. Seriously. How old are you, Peter? I am 23 years old, turning 24 this year. Yeah, and Peter just had a really good idea. So what Peter figured out is, and Peter, if I fuck this up, you tell me, okay? Um, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Peter McAdoo is... 23 years old. He's the creator of the Birds Aren't Real movement. The movement, you'll love this, Robin, is based on the conspiracy theory that the United States government killed and replaced 12 billion birds with robot spy drones. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yes. And um, the reason Peter got involved in this is that he was he saw a bunch of... Um, Trump rallies. He saw a Trump rally and he crashed the Trump rally and he made a sign that said birds aren't real. There were so many weird fucking conspiracy theories. He thought it'd be funny to go in there with a big sign that says birds aren't real. Because what were the kind of signs you were seeing at the Trump rally, Peter? Oh, I mean, the signs were nuts. It was actually the same day of the Women's March in 2017. So you know, there's these people out post-Trump election, out in the streets, the chaotic time. Everyone's feeling the madness, pretty hardcore. And there are these Trump guys there with these signs. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of tension. So it was just a lot of, like, kind of hateful rhetoric being spread and a lot of, uh, yeah, it was just really stressful, honestly. You could feel the tension in the air, for sure. Yeah, and the theory, so, so then it got noticed. That the birds aren't real because it's so funny to go to a conspiracy theory rally. And then once you hold up a sign that says birds aren't real, it reduces the whole thing to chaos. It's like it's just so absurd. Yeah, and it, works. it was sort of this it was sort of this idea of like holding up a mirror to the uh, to the lunacy, you know, uh, kind of going and sort of diffusing the tension or diffusing the situation non-aggressively through comedy and kind of like going and i guess hold, 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 holding up an idea next to those ideas it's kind of yeah. more on their level you know uh 
Yeah, I like that. But when you see a moron, when you see a moron holding up a sign that makes no sense, like the butterfly sanctuary is a front for child molestation, and then if you stand next to him with birds aren't real, right. it just reduces the whole thing to a comedy. And um, right. and, and then and then and so you would go around and say to these people, yeah, man. Birds aren't real. The government extinguished all the birds between 1956 and 1971 so they could replace them with spy drones. And, True, yeah. Um, so I, think, I, mean, I mean, actually, the, the hard, cold data suggests that the U.S. government extinguished every living bird in the skies from 1959 through 2001 using a, using a poisonous toxin, you see, dropped from, uh, from cross-dusting airplanes. And <laughs> as these birds were being killed off, they replaced them simultaneously with these fake bird replicas that surveil the idea of the American people. They charge on power lines. Uh, and every year during the so-called migration season in the winter, uh, the old bird drone models are swapped out, you know, for the new models. And so um, us as, as, a, as a society, we've just accepted these insane things like this concept of, of migration, you know, or this concept of, you know, chicken, egg. Uh, are these things that really have no scientific uh, basis if you do your own research and listen to the experts uh, that are doing it, 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 their own independent research on, on on the Internet. There's a lot that you can find out. So, you know, I think that if people just go on the Internet, search for their own facts, turn off that Looney Tunes swamp media, uh, there, there's a lot that they can learn for themselves. Yeah, you're a smart dude for guy's so young it's kind of cool and uh it's great you. and, yeah, and you yeah. know let, let me ask you something peter like do any dudes think this is real like i know some people yeah are i'm wondering why it hasn't become a bit popular theory uh among yeah, these people for a while were people quoting it and saying birds aren't real is real like were there enough idiots going along with it so yeah i mean that was kind of the goal of the project starting off was you know i've been doing birds aren't real for four years now and starting off, the goal was to kind of make this fictional character that lives in the real world. And I wanted kind of people to process the character as a real person. So I spent, um, you know, on and off camera uh, four years in character. Not in, my, not in like my personal life, you know, but, um, you know, in background conversations or in any conversations with, with, with journalists. Uh, I would just be totally in character. So through that, um, I think a lot of people you know, considered the birds are, are, are real movement as a real thing. You know, local media reported on birds aren't real as having <laughs> existed since 1976. Uh, wow. And stuff like that. And it was sort of, it was an interesting experiment too, and just seeing how easy it was, um, you know, to get just clearly false information <laughs> out there. Um, See, that's the thing yeah, I like about this movement. It's so easy to get fake information out there between the internet and even the media sucks sucks it right. right nobody fact yeah. checks. Nobody does anything. But right, uh, right. I thought it was pretty funny. I saw a tape of uh, I saw a video of uh, Peter on. Uh, they had him on a news show, and what'd you do? You drank clam juice right before they interviewed you, and then you just threw up when they started when they <laughs> when they started interviewing oh, you. Oh my god! Yeah. So I, I wanted to make myself uh, throw up on live TV because, in theory, my character is this nervous guy from Arkansas. You know, in his mind that day, he had a big responsibility. He was, he was carrying the world on his back. He'll carry the truth of the movement 
out into the media, a rare opportunity by the mainstream media to spread the truth to, to the people. Um, but my character flubbed it, got super nervous on TV and vomited. Uh, in order to do that, I had to wake up early, drive to Walmart, buy four cans of clam chowder, um, and just stuff them down. But right, right before that interview, so right before we went live, I uh, had just eaten as much clam chowder as I could humanly fit in my stomach. Um, yeah. So by the time we went on air, I just I uh, I, I, I overflowed. Yes. The movement's pretty uh, big now. I mean, Peter's making a living because he can sell uh, birds aren't real um, merch. And you get T-shirts and hats and stuff. And a lot of well, people are kind of... I don't know how of... this is helping. <laughs> well, I'll tell you how it is helping. Okay, and I'll give please. you an example of it. Like, he it's goes to... the most important to... movement on the face of the earth, some may say. It might just be. Yeah. It might, You know what? All jokes all right. aside, it just might be because it kind of exposes how idiotic it is. Like, here's Peter being approached by a conspiracy theorist and then he just throws his conspiracy and even the conspiracy theorist all of a sudden goes you know starts laughing because it's so he realizes how dumb this is yeah listen to this tape i think it's great the way this covid garbage is going it's rapidly heading toward the mark of the beast rapidly yeah Yeah, the mark the mark of the beast if you actually look into the translation the mark of the beast actually translates roughly to bird drone surveillance if you look I'm serious. If you okay. if you look into it, yeah, yeah. You ever, you ever question why it's illegal to kill a bald eagle? Well, one, they're our national emblem. You ever wonder why that is? Why the national mascot is a bird? Well, why that... why why every state has a has a bird as its mascot and stuff like that? <laughs> I just figured it was stupid. Right. That's. I think that's what a lot of the problem is. People don't question. See a couple high uh, high flying drones over top of my house. Yeah. So these were. You know, good-sized surveillance drones. These were surveillance drones. They were, like, a big. And these were, like, six, $7,000 pieces of equipment. And I shot them down with a crossbow. You shot down surveillance drones with a crossbow. Yeah. See, that's why it's important. It points up how ridiculous our world is and how easy it is to spread the stupidest shit on the Internet and have it take hold. It points it's out the absurdity. Easy. Yes. Who, to, to who, Howard? Who is this being pointed out to? That we don't know yet. We're going to find <laughs> out. I, 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 I can take that one. I can take okay. that one. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that in any time of real lunacy or madness as a civilization, like where it seems mm-hmm. like America is right now, I think mm-hmm. that's when stuff like comedy is more important than ever. Uh, I think that birds aren't real kind of gives people a way to process kind of the madness of like the post-truth era conspiracy theorists the internet age um in a way that's really disarming and allows them to kind of laugh at the madness rather than be overcome by it you know it's really easy to be overwhelmed by all, all this clearly right. um and i think that i, through I think you're right and, where yeah, uh, think, is your proof i i mean you're saying that this happens all i hear is a it, one theorist it talking might, to another theorist and neither one of them can convince the other that it, whatever they're talking about is not true. I'm, I'm hoping well, that some people will see the birds aren't real movement and say, wait a second, maybe he's this guy's right. Maybe we should look into some of the stupid shit that we believe. Like yeah. maybe the vaccine works 
I don't know. I, I, yeah, you're I hoping, think there's some... but you don't see it happening. You can't show me people well, who no, are now giving proof. up on their theories. That's my I, point. I, I can't show them to you, but I've met them. Uh, they won't come on the air. It, it is what Peter's movement is working. I, I'm convinced of it. Look, it I might all be for nothing. I hope Peter's yeah. having a good time. He is. But he I don't is. think this there's is working in any way at all. <laughs> yeah. there's, a lot of, Listen. there's a lot of people in Arkansas, uh, certainly, that, that speak very similarly to the Birds Aren't Real movement. Uh, and, I mean, in terms of, you know, social applications for good, we actually go to counter-protesting uh, at real conspiracy kind of sites where real conspiracy theorists are gathering. So, for instance, uh, this past year at the University of Cincinnati, I don't know if you remember the, the Texas abortion ban uh, that happened yes. last summer, yeah. uh, where it was yep. six weeks. So basically, right after that happened, uh, these anti-abortion people were at the University of Cincinnati holding up these signs that were honestly really graphic. They're showing these like mutilated babies and just right. like traumatizing imagery, really condemning people. So what we did, we have something called the Bird Brigade, which is our boots on the ground activism network. We have chapters at every college. And so we activated our University of Cincinnati chapter. The Birds Aren't Real people went out and exercised their First Amendment rights, equally as these people were who were harassing people on the University of Cincinnati campus, uh, and basically just posted up next to them and held a Birds Aren't Real rally next to the anti-abortion rally. And sooner or later, the entire situation turned into the whole crowd chanting Birds Aren't Real, and it overcame that hateful messaging, uh, and those people ultimately had to leave. And so that's something See? that we wrote. That's something See, that we wrote. I like that. You say, <laughs> wait, wait, you don't see what he's saying? Peter, listen to me. Peter's saying a bunch of vile anti-abortionists with their big signs were out there, you know, screaming and yelling. Soon as the birds aren't real, people showed up and started screaming. It turned the whole thing into fucking chaos, and the anti-abortionists went home with uh, their thoughts ruined, and their well, negativity yeah, but, and all the stuff they're still going to keep doing. Well, you know what. Robin doesn't understand our movement, Peter. Howard, I think it's just you and me on this one, Howard. I think so. I'm not going to convince her, but I love it. Um, the man's name is Peter McIndoe, and if you want to get in on the birds aren't real movement, I claim it's Please a good movement. Please join the movement. I'm going to join the movement. How, how do Please, people you know, get Robin, merch? I'm actually kind of cons- I don't think it's a, it's a coincidence that Robin's name is Robin. Maybe a, maybe a government plant. Oh, oh, I'm oh you're so that smart. The birds are real. You know what? I bet you are a bird, and I, you're Robin Bird, and and you're probably a drone. Pretty suspicious to me. I don't know. Yep, I hear you. All right, hey Peter, yeah. thanks, man. Hey, uh, thank and, you so much, hey, and where's your website and everything where people can uh, order shit? Our website is birdsaren'treal.com. We have a lot of truth uh, gear and shirts, and uh, we're actually throwing our next rally uh, on Hollywood Boulevard on uh, March 20th. So come out if you want to hold a Birds Aren't Real sign and join the Truth Army. Nice. I say it's good. You're shedding light on these ridiculous conspiracy theaters, th- uh, theories. Keep going, Peter, and don't listen to Robin. She's off on Thank this one. Thank you, Howard. I would never listen to uh, a Robin in my, in, in my whole life. Thank you very yeah. much. Y'all Robin's not real. <laughs> hey, there, there hey. we go. There you go. Thank you, Peter. There'll be a sign this weekend. <laughs> Robin isn't real. I like the birds aren't real movement. I well, think my, it, my question is, good who satire. are we turning? We're not turning anybody. Well, you, you don't know. 
You don't know. You don't know what's out there in the ether, Robin. I do. I have my finger uh, on the pulse. I hope you're I, right, but yeah. I just couldn't put a finger on, you know, a success. Well, I for some reason I have my finger on the pulse, even though I haven't left the house in three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, birds aren't real. That's the uh, that's the name of the movement. Excuse me, Robin. Oh, Alex Jones is here. What's up? Oh. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Infowars.com. Is that son of a bitch Peter on the phone? I want to talk to this goddamn <laughs> I'm, You're a little bitch. late. I, I just hung up on the guy. He, uh, he makes fun of people like you who spread conspiracy theories. Right, right, right. I love uh, whatever Soros paid both of you to say on your show today is very great. You know what? I agree with you, Howard. Don't ask questions. Don't ask anything. Don't ask about the chicken neck perverts. Don't ask about... Listen, I'll tell you something. Birds are real. Most of the birds are real. There are many birds out there. There are avian birds that were launched from the harp system where they said, hey, we're going to take some of the birds, we're going to kill them, and then we're going to go out there and we're going to say, oh, all the birds are fake. All the birds are not fake, Stern. This is the plan. <laughs> this is the 3D printers. This is the sterilization of the planet. This is how they control you. This well, is how remember, they want to control you. Remember when you said all the fish were turning gay? Uh, I mean, uh, you come up with these wacky things, that's all. And he's making a good point with the movement. I'm sorry. I'm not saying don't ask questions, but ask legit questions. Stop it already. I never said I mean, uh, that the fish are gay. I said the shrimp are being turned gay, the salmon are being turned gay. Because if you look at the salmon, salmon are 80% more pink than they were. Listen, I know people in science. I know people in the mass media that say, you look at this. You look at what communist Satanist Joseph Biden is doing right now in Afghanistan. They're taking babies, Stern. They're taking the goddamn babies. They're feeding them to Soros. They're feeding them on a goddamn silver platter, you son of a that's bitch. That's what I mean. That shit is dangerous. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They're feeding babies to George Soros. This reminds me of uh, Pizzagate and all these wacky things and people get hurt. Look at the poor butterfly sanctuary. What's the matter with you? I mean, uh, if they're only bothering with butterflies there, that's great. That's great if that's what they're doing. I'm not saying that I necessarily know what's going on there. All I'm saying is I've seen it go down in San Antonio, Texas. I've stopped cars. I put my hand on the hood of a car and said, stop it, you son of a bitch. I know there's children in there. I know you're smuggling the goddamn children. Stop this vehicle. Listen, the problem of the world now is we're giving equal time to sane people and insane people. It's nutty what's going on out there. I can't take it anymore. The problem is we're not taking the time to play games. Howard, would you like to play the Hillary or Hitler game to, for your okay. to win some Super X? <laughs> Let's play a little Hillary or Hitler game. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read a quote, Howard, and you tell me, is this a quote from depopulationist demon Hillary Clinton or genocidal monster Adolf Hitler? Are you ready for your quote, Howard? Yes, I am. Go ahead. Give it to me. Here is the quote. We must feed on the blood of the young to achieve enlightenment in the eyes of our God, Satan. Now, was that Hillary or Hitler? I would think it was Hitler. Hitler. You would think it is Hitler. Is that your final answer? Am I going to lock in on Hitler? Lock in on Hitler. Lock, Lock in Hitler. Lock him in on Hitler. Do we see Hitler? I'm sorry, you'll, that's <laughs> obviously Hillary Clinton who said that. We know that for oh. sure. Uh, let me, Do let you me have a you. Hillary Clinton clip saying that? 
Yes, I do. Uh, we, we just played it. I don't have it right in front of me, but we just played it five minutes ago. If you listen to Infowars.com, you're here. Howard, you could have won our Deep Earth Crystals. Oh, yes. The only pure com- combination of high-octane minerals, atomic iodine, vitamin F, yummy, yummy, vitamin F in my tummy. Take the crystals, Infowars.com. It's what you, you know. Infowars.com. I, I got to tell you, Alex, that those food buckets on your desk never moved. I think you've, I don't think you've sold a single one, honestly. <laughs> what is that crap on your desk there? The food buckets are our, it's like eating at a five star restaurant when you open up one of these buckets and put a spoon in them. You get the Liberty powdered turkey, you get the powdered Patriot milk, powdered broccoli, yummy, yummy. You get a nice two week supply of these food and it starts at, Nineteen ninety nine ninety nine. You get two weeks supply of food. It is so good for you at Infowars.com. It's what you need if you want to survive what they're doing to us with the globalist gang. Infowars.com. All right. Enough of this. All right. Thank you. Infowars.com. Thank you. All right. There he is. Infowars. Infowars.com. Infowars. Infowars.com. Infowars. Who's his production director? I got to hire him busy yeah wow anyway i like the birds aren't real moving i I'm do i'm glad you do i just don't think it's doing anything i think I, he's gonna convince people that birds aren't real <laughs> you know that is that could be a side effect where people start shooting <laughs> the birds out of the sky because they think they aren't real hey they uh, i don't know hey i gotta tell you i'm gonna i'll tell you what i'll take a break but when I come back, make sure I tell you about Hollywood Harmeyer oh. out there in Hollywood. J.D. last night had a celebrity dinner. He was hobnobbing Ooh. again out there. We sent Damn J.D. Way. out for the <laughs> we sent J.D. out for the Super Bowl, and he's still out there partying like it's 1999. I mean, he was out till 11 or 12 o'clock at night, and of course, On you know, a he, weeknight a, a yeah. work night. And you know how early he has to get up. He's don't yeah, forget he's he in didn't LA. Get so. Sleep at all? I can't even tell if it's Tommy James or uh, I thought it was Joan Jett for a minute. <laughs> no, it's I think Tommy James. Yeah, I thought it's so Tommy. Too. Sings like a woman. Tommy James was a talented dude. He had good songs. What else did he have besides this? Oh, he had a couple of hits. Um, Moni, I'm trying Moni. to think. Yeah. Moni, uh, Moni. And what else, Gary? I think we're alone now. Right. Which was a really great song. Tommy James and the Shondells. Hanky Panky, my baby. Sweet Cherry Did, Wine. Uh, yep. Yep. Sweet Cherry Ooh. Wine. Ha- my baby done the Hanky Panky. We had a lot of hits. What happened to that? I, did, I forgot about all those others. Yeah, no. We, we I remember one, like... Seven or eight years ago. We did? Yeah, he sang. Seven or eight? It had to be more than seven or eight years ago. It was at Sirius. And I think it was I think it was about seven years ago. Wow. I have no and recollection he sang? of that. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I am completely drawing a blank on that. Yeah, I'm thinking Gary dreamt that. I did not. Gary Drempel. Gary's making up a conspiracy theory. 
By the way, I, I want to say one more thing before I get to J.D. and his antics <clears throat> out in Hollywood. A couple of years ago, not that I tried to start a conspiracy theory, but I tried to get like a viral thing going. Mm-hmm. And it never worked. I was so bummed out. You remember this. I, I, I didn't even tell Robin about it. Like, I was waiting for it to hit. I had a picture of myself standing next to Leslie West, the great guitar player from Mountain. And the guy said, hey, you know, I said, I want to, like, put a picture out there. But it, I'm always saying I have a small dick. But instead, let's, can you guys Photoshop, like, a big dick in my pants? Like, my pants are so tight that you can see the outline of my cock. But, you know, don't make it too obvious. But then, like, the picture will circulate and say, Howard Stern's full of shit. Look at the size of this guy's cock. And we wanted to see what would happen. So we kind of put the picture out, I think, at first, like, on the website, thehowardstern.com. And it was just, like, you know, different pictures of me with people. Right. You know, no one picked up on it. Then we tried to... You know, it, 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 and it was it was at the same time. Remember the John Hamm, the actor. You could see you could see his cock through his pants. Right, I remember knew, that yeah. picture. <laughs> and he had a big dick. And I go, wouldn't it be funny if that picture got out there? And then I'd be like, oh no, that picture got out there. My big cock. Well, nobody noticed that I had a big cock. I mean, not one person picked up on it. It didn't end up anywhere else. Not one fan called in and Not said, hey, one Howard. person wrote about it on Twitter no. or anything. Nothing. 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 It went <laughs> nowhere. And it was like, you know. But I thought it would have been cool to, like, do that. And I think setting up a conspiracy theory is so fucking funny. Like, and they're so, you know. There's a woman on the phone here. She says she has a neighbor who believes birds aren't real. She believe- I told you. Tina, this is right? what's happening. Yeah, Tina lives in Connecticut. Tina, hi. Hi, how are you? Okay, so who are these people? Are your neighbors? <laughs> no, they're actually my ex-in-laws. Uh, they believe that birds aren't real. They say that they're cameras, that people can, they can yeah. pull up video. Well, they don't pull up the video, but that they they show them freezing in the sky, that birds aren't real. And my ex-husband believes all of They have so many conspiracy theories, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy, the conspiracy. By the way, you sound very hot. Hello? I said you sound hot. Are you? Hello? Hmm. What's happening? She's hot, but she has, she's hard of hearing. I oh, I hello, hello. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, the birds are real. There are people who believe the movement. This is what and- I was uh, afraid of, that people will start to just believe this ridiculousness as they do all other ridiculousness and so what is birds aren't real doing nothing robin why is it hot women always pretend they can't hear me (laughs) uh gary has a list of conspiracy that you know birds aren't real sounds ridiculous but these are equally ridiculous and these are real real, conspiracies. uh, conspiracies sound ridiculous where'd you get these gary Somebody sent me like one of those food charts, which, you know, it, it goes up and up to like the most ridiculous ones. Like there the were a pyramid lot of conspiracy. Yeah. yeah, pyramid. And um, and they all have links to articles. So it's not just something something somebody wrote. Like you go in this articles written about them. And some of them I'd never heard before. What'd you hear? What do you got there? Uh, Avril Levine died a few years ago and she's been replaced by a body double. 
That's a good one, but like who noticed Robin, that? <laughs> yeah, like like who's that affecting and who's that hurting? So there, there, there's a theory that Avril Lavigne died. Well, that's like Paul McCartney died, and he was right. 28 if he had lived, and blah 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 blah, something like that. But to that's the point where one. she, came, but to the point where she had to come out and address it in some sort of a statement. <laughs> who believes her anyway? If uh, yeah, if she's that. the fake one, why wouldn't she say no? Right. Uh, Greta Thunberg is a time traveler. Is another. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> now that I believe. <laughs> but you know what's weird when you confront people on this. How dare you? They, um, you know, they go, "Well, you know what? I did my research." That's right. the other thing, and their research is some dopey website that they got. What? Else? G- yeah. give, just go ahead, Gary. Okay, I'll just start uh, taking them off. Um, Biden is a robot. Um, Prince Charles is a vampire. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard uh, that. Titanic- I believe that one. <laughs> Titanic never sank. Which is very odd. Uh, Stevie is Wonder is Stevie Wonder is not blind. I've heard that one. I heard well, that. Well, I Stevie thought that Wonder... was a joke. Now people believe it. Yeah. Well, you see, yeah, because um, there was some comedy special where somebody I don't know I, I don't remember who and I don't remember where it was, but they were saying they swore that Stevie Wonder kind of looked at them when they walked in a room. What wasn't that it, Gary? There's also a video going around that I've seen where Stevie's on stage and Stevie's not looking and the guy next to him hands him a microphone and he grabs it. But he's right. not looking at the guy. So how does Stevie know the microphone's there? He can clearly see. That's didn't how it somebody started. say he was driving a golf cart or something? <laughs> driving a golf cart? I don't know. So great. Well, hey, I might buy into that. Uh, what else you got, Gary? Um, This is a weird one because it came out last year. I remember reading about it. You know the company Wayfair? You could buy all that furniture and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Apparently, they're online furniture. They, yeah, they've designed boxes that are specifically used for trafficking sex workers, and they're delivering sex workers to your home in a box, like a real doll. <laughs> That's a good one. And if it's um, true, uh, give me three of those. <laughs> I, I like this one a lot. Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. Oh, please let that be true. Land arrest him and throw him under the prison. Um, Kylie Jenner is a clone. And I didn't even get a chance to read this one. This just says that there's Nazis on the moon. There's a lot of Nazi ones. Like there's one about the Denver airport. Uh, not, there's a whole tunnel underneath there where Nazis live or something. There's a lot of Nazi uh, ones. Why do the Nazis live under the airport? I don't know. I, I started to read it. Apparently, there's like a lot of interesting art there that leads people to believe that there's Nazis and uh, people who sacrifice people d- are doing something under the airport. Wow. What about the uh, Justin Bieber is a reptile? Wasn't that the, the what, what's his name? Hi, Brett Sean, yeah. Yeah, well, he, you he know, said it was a shapeshifter. it's not that specifically isn't on the chart, but way at the top, it goes into like, you know, you know, slightly believable real. And one of the, you know, that goes into the crazy stuff. And that's where you get into QAnon deep state. And it does say reptilian overlord. So I think Justin falls under that. You can Google conspiracy chart. And uh, the chart was created by somebody named Abby Richards. We should give Abby Richards some credit there on the beautiful conspiracy chart that Gary is reading. All right, let me move Um, on. Yeah. Can I just say one more thing? One one more great Tommy James song, Crystal Blue Persuasion. Oh, um, that's the good one. Yeah, okay. And he was on right. in 2010. By the way, uh, Tina, who I asked if she was hot, is back on the phone. She wants to answer the question about whether or not she is hot. Okay. Yes, Tina. 
Hi, sorry. Hey, now. Um, hey now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I I just couldn't hear you guys anymore. But I'm not your hot. So, but I am pretty. But I'm just not your hot. Well, when you say my hot, you I have a. I don't have that highest standard. Uh, you should see oh, who I've been. Oh, stop it, Howard. You are oh, Mister. <laughs> Mr. Ten. Well, now I'm a big shot because I'm famous, and I could. But but back in the day, Tina would be plenty hot enough for me. I'll tell you that. When you say Listen, you're not hot, what is it? Is it a weight issue? Uh, I mean, I'm a. I'm just naturally a like I'm a tall. Always been a like thicker. I want to say not not fat, just you know. Thick. Yeah, just thick. Like you know, I know when. My thinnest, which you would say is heavy, you know, I'm 5'8", so was like 150 pounds, but nobody would know that because oh. I have like, oh, see, he's going to ruin my day. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've been listening okay, to go. junior in high Nice school. talking to you. <laughs> you know, that's so sad. You're dismissing her. Well, I got to get to JD. Terrible. Uh, terrible, uh, terrible, terrible. I'm what sorry. are you saying? I'm sorry. She's not I even worth interest. listening to now. She I might have something interest. interesting to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know who loves uh, listening to this. JD loves thick women. I know that. Well, he right, loves JD? big butts. He loves big butts. <laughs> right, JD? You love women who are thick on the thicker side. Sure. Sure. Why yeah. not? Ooh. Sure. He said he would sleep with Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that? I forget that. Did you say oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. You would wow. sleep with Oprah. Yeah. You, and you could get enough. it up. Wow. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Her, she's got a huge. It's boot. already up. Oprah, come on. <laughs> You're up already. You're ready. She can just hop on that thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the same state. <laughs> All right, Tina. You're five eight and you're thick. Maybe next time, yeah. don't call me. Call a gym. All right. Oh. Not, that is so Cute. cruel, Howard. Oh, stop just, it. Tina, I would bang Howard, you in three minutes. Believe me. I'm not that. Uh, I'm not. I'm really. I'm. If all of our thick women stop listening, you're going to be sorry. I'll be in big trouble. Believe me. There's nobody in worse shape than me with a big belly and tits. You should see what I look like. Tina, I'd be lucky to make love to you. All right. All right, baby. Take care. That's Tina, everybody, who's a little bit thick. And J.D. says he would bang her sight unseen. And that's what I love about this show. Everyone's ready to bang everyone else. All right. Jade, Hollywood Harmeyer, J.D. He's yes. been out in Hollywood since the Super Bowl. You know what Richard said to me about you, J.D.? He said, let's hear, I'll let's, tell let's you. hear this. He said, Richard, for a, he said, J.D. is out partying every night. You wouldn't know his team loss. He should be a whole lot sadder. I'm not out partying. I'm not at a club. I'm at, I'm at so, a dinner party. Dope. Are you? But what? you're not crying. You've got a big smile on your face. You're hiking. Yeah. Having the time well, of I'm his delir- life. I'm delirious right now. <laughs> Richard, if, if Kansas City, when they lost, you were sad for a couple of days, right? Howard, Kansas City lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a year ago. I have not been out to dinner in this past year. I have not done anything fun. <laughs> I am still in mourning after a year. And JD, it's been what three days, and you're out having a blast. Like who's like having a blast? Sure. You don't know what blasts I'm having. I'm not having <laughs> these blasts. Going to are. dinner is a blast. How many people even get to go to That's dinner nice. these days? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Shut so up. Here's let me tell you what's going on, <laughs> asshole. You're not a true fan. Come on. Oh, get the fuck out of here. John Hine agrees with me too. 
Oh, he good. Does. Let John Heineken. You got over yeah. it too yeah. quick, JD. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. got yeah. over it. The next day, he was over. You guys are yeah. in my head. It you seems like I'm he got over the uh, the evening that they lost. Yeah, I'll he tell you probably what. went out. Went out to dinner Sunday you. night. Oh, John, you want to weigh in on this? Yeah, Do you think ahead. JD's in, having John. too much fun? No, uh, look, JD, you're my good friend. Die. I understand you're out there. It's a unique experience, but uh-huh. it's like the Bengals didn't even play in the game. Like you're completely <laughs> ignoring the reason why you were there, and you're not. I'm not saying you got to mourn as long as Richard did, but. I don't know how. Look, you're a better person than I am. I couldn't go to these oh, dinners. No, 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 no. You're pulling the whole. You're you're a better fan than I am. Card. Uh, whatever. Go ahead. You all are better people than me. I'm shit. Leave me alone. We're not, not saying, saying that. I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm not saying. Oh, that. Too late now. Well, no, too you late. know, in the I noticed in the Jewish religion that when someone dies, the people sit shiva. Right. And your team died. I mean, they got all the way to the Super okay. Bowl, and they um, died. And you're out, like, uh, partying, <laughs> eating, no, no, out I'm of control. Partying. Yes, think, you I are. Well, no, I'm not. I'm going out. I'm <laughs> eating food at places. It's not partying. Are you having drinks? Of course I'm drinking. I'm going to ask you. To forget about that. That's not partying. That's uh, uh, Let me ask uh, you something. softening the pain. Since Sunday, have you jerked off? Uh, God, have I? Uh, I think I did once, but yeah, that's, mm-hmm. uh, there you go. See, he's Wait, already hold on over a second. It. <laughs> no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Last Andrew night, Jay, let me just say something here about JD in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I, and I mean this cause I love JD, but dude, you got to slow down on the food. Listen to this. Uh, I, I'm going to call dude. this an orgy of eating. <laughs> orgy of eating. Yesterday for breakfast, guess what JD had? He had Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A? A, a sausage, egg, and cheese muffin with a hash brown. The meal was 790 calories, 52 grams of fat, and 1,200 milligrams of sodium. I mean, like, he's not concerned at all about his health. He's not. He's not. You know, he doesn't even, it's not a concerning thing that he he's panting when he's hearing himself on those videos or the audio of the hikes i'm just saying um, you how think old it are you would now? slow him down how old are you now jd 42 years old yeah i'm telling you dude. stop laughing over there wait who, till you, we're not that? laughing fucking Who's laughing lit over here blit fucking laughing in, in my face like an asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh Meanwhile, you guys in the Howard, same room yeah oh, can we're i give the same JD- room all right can I give JD a hard time about what he's eating too? He's not even a good like food tourist. You can get Chick Fil A in New Jersey. You're out in Hollywood. Why don't you Richard, get In and Out Burger? Richard, you don't In-N-Out. know what time you don't know what time stuff opens out here and what's available at, at an immediate. You know, fucking, I can't go to Wolfgang Puck's down the street at six in the morning to get something to eat if I'm no. hungry. There's an In and Out Burger everywhere out there. That like you can't get that out here. Like that's any better. I'm not an In and Out guy. I don't know what to tell you. It's okay. It's not. And you guys are hyping it up like it's the greatest thing ever. It's not that great of a. Well, John Blit has been really being very, very uh, serious about following you around and making sure he. uh, Oh my god! I can't look at this guy. I can't look at this guy. Every two seconds, he's fucking typing shit into his phone. I can't fucking live. I can't do anything well, around Can you tell me? He's, right. he's there to cover you, and he's covering you. Now, now, uh, John, <laughs> yesterday, I, I'm talking about breakfast, but then for lunch, and confirm mm-hmm. this if you would. <clears throat> yes. J.D. had Chinese food for lunch. He had roasted pork, fried mm-hmm. rice, 
orange chicken, <laughs> egg rolls, and dumplings. I mean, that is some of the most oh, fattening they, shit oh, on the. Hold on a second. It was a whole family side, family uh, meal thing or whatever. Yeah, JD ate yeah. for a family. Oh, shut up! No, there are four people there. There are four people there eating. I didn't have like all this pork. I had like one of those pork sandwiches. Uh, two. Two. Yeah, because you had more pork with the rice. Oh, all right. Okay, so I did that. but it felt like you know I had you know a couple egg rolls. You know, whatever. Oh my couple god. Egg roll. Couple of mm-hmm. egg rolls, JD. Do you know how many calories an egg roll is? I mean, it's it's just all oil. It's, it's like I'm fried sure it's in oil. I'm sure it's a lot. I'm Good. just saying, man. I, oh, I'm I, telling I you, I I treated my body reasonably well, and I'm all fucked up now that I'm older. <laughs> I mean, I can't win, and I'm like, why did I waste that time being healthy? So I can't imagine what condition you're going to be in. You're going to be. Howard, you're, I, I, I hope you're we'll alive. You know I'm what's funny you. too, Howard. California and Los Angeles has, and I'm not even a vegetarian, but they have the best vegetarian and vegan restaurants in the world that JD could go to. I went to a Mexican vegan place, and it was like some of the best food I've ever had. So he's right. got healthy I'm options going, out there. I'm trusting I'm trusting my good pal over here on places to go. Uh, he's, he's choosing all these places or whatever. You know, I'm not. What? Wait, for breakfast, I gave you options. It wasn't only Chick-fil-A. There were many options of places what, where a deli, that, a bagel that, place. That's right. Yeah, that had, not, I don't like bagels. They, they had bagels. healthy alternatives. There were salads. Yeah, there okay. Are, yeah, know, yeah I know. I don't go okay. to the healthy alternatives. I don't know what to tell you. Well, maybe you should go to maybe the healthy I alternative. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Howard, okay. I know John Blit very well. There's no way he's recommending fast food to JD. JD's just right. a pig. You're being oh, a pig. Well, <laughs> Chick-fil-A well, once. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust you a little further here, pal. For Go breakfast ahead. today, JD had a bag of Cheez Its, and you know <laughs> I'm I'm saying you got to eat a little bit healthy. I'm trying to stay awake <laughs> and a kind bar. Uh, well, I didn't tell you what time were you at to last night at your celebrity well, that was dinner. A whole other, that was a whole other thing. What do you mean a whole other thing? No, I mean, yeah, it went late. It went later than I wanted it to go, but you know, people kept talking, and I. Felt weird about leaving. Yeah, but but JD, you got to be your own best advocate. Even if you go to a Chinese restaurant, you could order something, you know, reasonably healthy. Sauce uh, on the side. Sauce on side. That's right. That's what I do. Um, I'm just saying. Yeah, nothing about vegetables was ever mentioned. You can get steamed vegetables and a few shrimp. You know, all of it steamed, and put it over some a little white rice. You'd be fine. Well, look, okay. I don't want to bum bum out this conversation, but JD was uh, the toast of the town yet again last night. Is that right, John? <laughs> oh my um, God, big time, big <laughs> <all right>. time. <laughs> These John, people, go ahead. The John uh, and JD were at a superstar's home last <laughs> night. They were invited <laughs> to dinner. Uh, the superstar, uh, known as Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks. Wow. A woman who has won multiple Grammys. She sold millions of albums. Has the voice of an angel. Somehow she opened her doors up to JD. And JD actually decided to go. JD went. I, now why? Why not? Why would you not go to Jerry O'Connell's? Is he not a big enough star for you? <laughs> no, I no. Well, first of all, Jerry O'Connell hasn't invited me to like dinner or something yeah he still hasn't he invited you to, to stay he would have fed you I, I don't even have jerry o'connell's number he, he hasn't given me his number or anything um well, wow. but, uh, no, jd natalie natalie natalie, me. 
Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. Natalie texted me, uh, inviting me over, saying, you know, I'm having Mexican food and uh, tequila at my place. Uh, you know, you can come up and more than welcome to come over. And so, yeah. So I'm, I'm friends with How her, many so people were there? there? Give us the details. Uh, a total of six people. Total six people, yes. including you and Blit. Blit, of course, yes. had to be there to cover it. And, uh, yes, of course. And, 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 and John, now, now, how was JD treated? Is he just a, a mere freak sideshow for famous people and their friends? <laughs> or... Did they bring him there to laugh at him? Is that what's going on? Or was he one of the, was he one of the celebrities? I mean, there's an element of them just totally blown away that this guy is real they were just amazed and silent and <laughs> just silent and on the edge of their seats listening silent. to his every word just waiting and observing Ooh. and just being in awe of him that's for sure they you're like elephant man yeah yeah did yeah they, oh. did they say stuff like jd can you hoot for us well the first time he hooted i natalie was telling us a story about a, a guy who was, you know, sleeping in her home in Hollywood, in Hawaii illegally. And I kind of made a joke and JD laughed and hooted and everyone cheered. Everyone was like, there it is. There it is. And started applauding. So you're saying when JD would do his famous hooting, which probably people <laughs> think, um, I pay him to do that. It's the real JD. When they heard it, yeah. they would yell, there it is. There it is. Yep. The, the famous hoot. That's his stairway yeah. to heaven. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And did they ask JD about his spoons or his peanut butter or anything, or was it just? <laughs> what was JD talking about? You said they they were hanging on his every word. Uh, JD, what <laughs> were you talking you did about? More what talking did you talking than me? No, uh, I don't know. We just talked about how I got started with the show and uh, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. You What'd you tell him? Retrospective. It was a retrospective of JD's life. <laughs> I guess. And JD, what did you and and what did you tell them about how you got started on the show? What was well, the what I is just, the origins? I, well, I told them how I you know interned for the show and uh, and eventually got sale. hired. Bring and up went, full went sale. The, you know, went the mm -hmm. full sale. Yeah. Mentioned full sale and nice. uh, I don't I don't know. I just I don't remember the whole conversation. Oh, there was also discussion of what JD is going to do after <laughs> if you retire. You know what his plans were, right. the future. Yeah. There, there, we What'd you talk hear about what? that? Yeah, what, what did you hear, Blit? Because I don't remember that. No, I said the J.D. Harmeyer show. Is oh, something okay. that, yeah, yeah. Blit worked that in. And they love the idea of the J.D. Harmeyer show when when you retire. I'm not doing a J.D. Harmeyer show. Yes, you are. For no, sure. I'm not. 100%. No, I'm not. John's producing. <laughs> yep. You guys it was Natalie, like an awesome couple. Did Natalie consider J.D.'s unusual diet and serve combos uh, for dinner? <laughs> no, but amazing no. Mexican food. JD uh, started eating before and everyone sat down, but it was a. Oh, I was plate. the first one that fucking no. Yeah, but he didn't wait for Natalie to sit down with her plate. JD wow. was halfway through his first serving before people started eating. Why are you so hungry? <laughs> Some people didn't even get up to get food. All right, so I, what was I supposed to do? Everyone got up to get food. No, not everyone got up to get food. Yeah. No. Yes, one person didn't, <laughs> okay, but right, that's right. a different story. Yeah. How much tequila did you have, J JD? Uh, I only had a glass of tequila and two glasses of wine, and that was it. For I didn't even do any edibles or anything that no, night. No edibles. Yeah. That's not true. You did. He did earlier in the day. Yeah, you did. But five. I, it was wow. weaned off. I was done with yeah. that by the time uh, you did a five milligram mint, and then on the way over, he drank a THC uh, 
watermelon papaya yeah, like, uh, like, I didn't even <laughs> Thank <finish>. God. Thank <laughs> God, John. <laughs> thank God, talk. John How is there. Uh, thank God, John is there because you would never JD get would the story. JD just lie to us. <laughs> JD yeah. rolls. He lies. I mean, JD, you're probably high right now, the way you're going. <laughs> I probably I am. Yeah. It's would, the, explain the to me what out. happened. You were on the way to Natalie Maines, and you would think JD would want. to I didn't to even have... finish that drink. I didn't even get halfway down. Halfway down. Well, well it wasn't you were halfway down. It had THC no, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, you I would think. <laughs> you would think that JD would want all of his wits when he's around a big Hollywood celebrity. It's a new environment. But you say on the car ride over. Describe the car ride over, John. What we're happened? In, uh, we were in an Uber, and before we got into the Uber, I was like, hey, J.D., do you want this THC watermelon basil <laughs> seltzer? And he was like, yeah, okay. And he tasted the sip. He's like, this is good, and drank some more. Like, this is really good. And the, <laughs> the Uber came over. We sat and think he had a couple more sips. No, like, this is no, good. And then that was it. No. He had one more sip in the Uber. <laughs> no, it's true. I did not. You did. No, I didn't. I, I saw it with my own two no, eyes. No, yeah, no, you fucking fucking idiot. Okay. <laughs> What's that? The, the, the lady does John doesn't lie. He's not a liar. Were you eating and drinking? Were you eating and drinking so much because you were nervous about going to a big Hollywood celebrity well, that, that's home? Why, that, that's why I had some before. I didn't have the whole thing. It was fucking, what is it, 10 milligrams? Mm -hmm. I'm not having a 10 milligram anything. Uh, before going over to someone's house that I've never been to before. Mm -hmm. so but you had had a gummy sips. earlier in the day. What time did you take the gummy? Oh, I don't know. That was earlier in the day. I can't yeah. remember. That was around lunch. Oh, everything yeah, was earlier in the day. That worked? <laughs> yeah, right. It worked. You don't know when, when, he, when, did, when did he take the gummy? When did he take right, it? Uh, like noonish, noon? At work. It was a mint, yeah. At work, after work, before lunch. <laughs> With the Chinese food? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And when it's it came in, it was, ah, I was fantastic. I was, I was feeling it at yeah. the restaurant. And I told I go, you're at the drive, dude. He's like, oh, you know man. what, dude? You're, you're like, you're like Snoop Dogg now. I mean, you're literally high all day. I mean, that's you, why he, he ate, he had the Poop munchies. Dog. He ate so much Chinese food. JD's going to pop like a zit one day. It's just going to explode. <laughs> With the food yeah. and the getting high. Let me let me talk to you about manners, though. I do now. Now Natalie cooked. I assume, right? She made the yes. Mexican night. Okay. Yes, Is she a good yes. cook, wow. JD. Yes, yes. Okay, very good cook. I got to tell you something. <laughs> what John is explaining to me, I really do have I to know. stop you. When you go yeah. to a person's home, and the hostess is serving and putting things out, you can't rush up before everyone eats and and be at the table eating by yourself. You got to wait for everyone. Uh, there were, you know, I could have swore to, whatever. Uh, okay. That's Very what arrogant. Blitzaw, that's what Blitz thought. You could have swore what? Huh? If, it, if, if that's what happened, that's what happened. I don't remember it uh, like that, but okay. John, describe what happened again so I okay. can hear. Yeah. So first of all, it was a very laid back dinner, but still. So everyone went to JD, describe food. Natalie's mansion. Is it a mansion? Was it a huge home? I would yeah, imagine. I mean, it's got a long driveway, and, uh, you know, I saw the, like, the walk-in, you know, you walk into the house, and there's a dining room and a kitchen, <laughs> and I saw a living room. Wow. Uh, it's wow. very nice. And, I mean, he must be <laughs> massive. I mean, the woman's worth this... probably $1,700 billion, right? <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. It's, uh, you know, musical equipment everywhere. The driveway ah. is very long. Yeah. Said, were her children the there, or did she not want the kids to meet you? As, as far as I know, her kids were not there. 
I or see. they were just and, out of the And list. you say, they're, unlike Elton John, she keeps musical instruments everywhere in case inspiration hits. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. What instruments did you see at uh, Natalie Means? Uh, I saw a piano. I saw lots of guitars. There's a ton of guitars. Right. Um, I'm trying did to think Natalie sing at all? Was there music at the... No. Uh, nothing? Uh, no I mean, there was music playing. There was music playing like over speakers, but nothing... No what type of music does she listen to at home? Is it mostly country well, music? No, it was funny. It started out as like dance music, and then uh, and then she changed it. She's like, I don't know how this got on, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I can't remember what it was like. Uh, regular, I can't remember. Do you? She what read the you? room. Would you describe her? Uh, yeah, no one was dancing there. They just <laughs> um, would you describe the room as massive? In other words, we're trying to get a sense of the lifestyles yeah. of the rich and famous. Yeah, I mean, her kitchen is you know over here, and you walk. It's her, her, her. Uh, yeah, her kitchen's over here. Where over there? Yeah, the radio audience uh, can totally uh, see. Her right. kitchen is here. What does that kitchen's mean? Her kitchen's over, over here. What is a long driveway? <laughs> yeah. Give she had a kitchen. When you walk in, do you take your shoes off or do you leave them on? Uh, no, you said you can leave them on. So wow. All right, there yeah. you go. Carpeting, yeah. tile, what kind of floor? Wood, what uh, are you looking for? Uh, uh, not, not carpeted floor. No, I wood. Forget what but he doesn't know what substance is. Regular. Know, it, it was, it was linoleum, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> like good, it's a good material. Um, you know, Howard. your your description could either be for a mansion or a trailer. All I heard so far is the kitchen is over there with a, with a long driveway. But uh, all right. So again, getting Sorry. back to this, uh, uh, John, describe to yeah. me the scene where JD is so hungry, ravenous, if you will, like a dog, that he goes up and starts grabbing food and before everyone else. Go ahead. No, I first of all, I was behind Blake getting food. I may have been the first one to be at the table, but. You know, I was. Oh, you were the first one to get food. No, you were. I was behind you. I made sure of that. Well, how did you end up at the table before me? Because you I went. Was... Because you went, put your plate down or something, or you went to get more tequila uh, or get more to drink. Well, I don't know. Or God knows else what, what else you got. I don't know what he's talking. So about. when you <laughs> when when JD was the first at the table with a full plate. Yes. And he starts eating before anyone sits down. He, yes. And then another oh. guy sat down with his plate. He didn't start eating. And then I sat down. I had my plate. And then I was. we were all waiting for Natalie while J.D. was eating. And then the other guy had a little bite, but just a little bite. And then Natalie sat down, and J.D. was three-quarters of the way through his plate. But it was, was very JD, back party. That's was J.D. Point. the type of guest that went up for seconds before Natalie even got her uh her first uh maybe she she was no 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 she was like maybe three halfway through her plate when jd went for seconds so he <laughs> was the first one up for seconds that is so yes. not true you were the first one up yeah. for seconds and maybe jd's like orson wells and fourths <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. can i ask jd did you like take a shit at natalie's house <laughs> like to make more no. room I did not use the bathroom at all. Excuse me, I got to empty out. I just put it delicious. No. Make more room. I got to make more room. That's right. enchiladas are going right through me. Hope you got lots of toilet paper, Natalie. JD, were you so high that uh, you didn't know what you were doing? Is that your excuse? (laughs) Apparently. I don't know. I didn't even have that much food. It was uh, because the enchilada was a little spicy, so I didn't have a second one of that. But, uh, you know, I had some rice and. Some of the the cheese stuff, whatever that was. Mm. Um, 
The cheese stuff. Cheese stuff. Cheese stuff. Cheese stuff. There's a Mexican casserole of, of uh, cheese and enchiladas and uh, <laughs> other enchiladas. Thank God you're there to interpret. <laughs> Uh, but so you know, JD... he is honestly he's a great guest he is a wonderful guest uh-huh. he's polite he's talkative he's a joy to be around he and did everyone talk around him... i guess this yes. marijuana yeah. loosens his lips mm-hmm. and, and 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 jd didn't make the faux pas saying you know i had these egg rolls for lunch so i'm gonna go shit those out so i can get some more for them that's good. Howard, All right. Can JD yeah. say who the other people were? Were there other celebrities? No, it was no. You wouldn't know who they are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah, Richard, uh, we wouldn't know who they were. Bunch of nobodies. No, they're not nobodies. <laughs> I well, listen. You might know them. I don't fucking know. <laughs> wow. Do you know Dean? Do you know uh, Natalie's know makeup Dean. artist? There you go. <laughs> I know Dean. All right then. Dean stayed at my house. All right. Good. Yeah, I know Dean. Does Richard know him? Well, the two celebrities <laughs> I know were Natalie and, and I know JD. now. And JD. No, JD yeah. and so the, the the next biggest celebrity, John, was JD next to Natalie. I think JD is a bigger celebrity than Natalie oh, personally, stop. but yeah. Right. <laughs> and some asshole named Dean. <laughs> I didn't say asshole. <laughs> a big nobody named Dean. I didn't say that either. J.D., were you disappointed that there weren't bigger celebrities there than Dean? In other words, it would have been nice to... No, no, I was... No, I... No. Who the fuck fuck are you? Where's Jimmy Kimmel? (laughs) (laughs) I bet you at Jerry O'Connell's place, they would have had bigger names. I don't know. Oh, good. Maybe next time I'll go there. Did you feel like the guests were invited to look at you like a zoo animal? Or were they, like, like, were they being, like... Like, oh man, let's go observe uh, JD. There was a lot. There was a lot of stern fandom uh, within the mm-hmm. within the group. A lot of now, does that bother you when you're out on a social moments. occasion? Uh, I mean, listen, it's, it, it 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 is what it is. It's it's fine. I'll I, right. I'll deal with it. Um, you know, wow. please don't talk about I, my I just work. No, I just, I just can't. <laughs> you know, they they remember things that I just don't remember. Uh, you know, that happened years ago. <laughs> I'm sure so. they do. <laughs> Well, to recap, uh, when J.D. hooted, the crowd cheered. Before the dinner, J.D. drank a half of a 10-milligram THC watermelon Not even basil a half. <laughs> THC seltzer on the way to Natalie's. There were multiple guests there. J.D., the most famous, according to John Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then J.D. should have started eating before everyone else. That's yeah. why. <laughs> He yeah, he's like, fuck you, Tom Cruise eats before everyone else. <laughs> Keep this Dean fucker away from me. J.D. Oh. got uh, his retrospective origin story in about working at the Stern Show. They talked about current events, right? Wasn't there uh, some discussion? Current events? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, uh, yeah. John, tell us, what was the current events that were discussed by J.D.? We spoke about the, the homeless situation in Los Angeles. and What was J.D.'s really- take? I hate these fuckers. Yeah, I did, that was more your thing, dude. Yeah, but your take that it was very, you were very aware of it. Yeah. And, you know, well, JD probably gets mistaken for homeless in LA. <laughs> <laughs> want why, aren't these peop- why aren't these people get a job? Yeah. Uh, Leeching off the government. I did share uh, a prank idea I had for JD with the group and they liked it. So I may do it. What is it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So I want to call like a mer- male escort on craigslist or something posing as jd 
And I want to say, listen, I'm staying at this hotel. My the key to the room will be at the front desk, and I want to role play. <laughs> so come in, sneak into the room, and the more I say no, the the more I want it. So I'm oh. gonna struggle, <laughs> and you gotta fight me no. off. No, that's that's too much. It was, that's that's too, too much. It was too expensive. Yeah. It was too expensive. Those words would never come out of your fucking mouth. That's too much. <laughs> it was but like because there was three is, escorts. Three, are you still? <laughs> Are you still going ahead with proposing to JD on your plane flight home? One hundred percent. I can't mm. wait. Yeah. 100%. Are you nervous about doing that? I mean, it's going to. No, gonna I'm going to ask. Of... I'm going to. I'm going to go up to the flight attendant. I'm going to say I'm in right. love with it. So I'm going to clear it. If they say no, I'm not going to just get up and start streaming right. on a plane. I'll say I'm in love with this man. Yeah. We love planes. We travel all over the world together. And his dream as a young child, he always wanted to be proposed to on a plane. And right. can I please do that? And hopefully they say yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, let me know how it goes. Uh, Natalie, it's not going to uh, happen. I'm nervous. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I think that's the stupidest, lamest. Oh, his dream as a child was to be uh, proposed to on a plane. Blit, you can do better than that, can't you? <laughs> Maybe. JD, what yeah. do you mean it's? Uh, what do you mean it's not going to happen? I'm going to do whatever the hell it? it takes for it. To, I will. I will. <laughs> what will you do? I'm going to take a train home. I'm going to hijack the plane. I'm going to go ahead what? of him, and I'm going to say to these uh, flight attendants, whoever else, do not listen to a word this man says. He's full of lies. He's a liar. He's trying to, to sit, do something funny, and it's not funny. Watch JD like get that. thrown off the plane. Yeah, watch yeah, all you of do them that. get arrested. Yeah, watch. <laughs> exactly. Well, um... Uh, by the way, just another John Blit note, uh, who's very busy these days. When John lands in New York, the second he he he, he touches ground, he's going right to Sal's hat to pick up the cum hat and deliver it to, I believe, Benji's house. Is that right? Yes, <laughs> correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because the hat's wait. been at uh, Sal's since last week, right? Well, while I got the guys on here, and Richard's here, too, uh, let's talk to uh, uh, Sal about the status of the Kansas City Chiefs hat. What's going on, Sal? And uh, the cum courier, better known as John Blit, will be coming to your house to pick up the hat. Yes. What, uh, uh, what's going the on? Latest, Howard. Uh, so the hat is up to seven thick loads. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. It started out at 3.5 ounces. I now have it up to 3.8. Is that uh, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, can, can you weigh the hat in front of us? I can't even. Hard, I can't believe. I have you've a got... picture of the last weighing. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Jason me can see. provide it. All right, let me see that. Robin, God. you need to see this too. Up oh, there it is. Oh, and look what it says. Oh, Three point eight. Three point Howard. Uh, Howard. Uh, on this last particular load, <laughs> on the back. You all right, Richard? No, I'm not all right. I got to put that goddamn thing on my head. It's pathetic. Oh. Really, I mean, oh, pathetic. As Does that hat change hat, color? Robin. It looks like the hat changed color from all it your loads. Somewhat. Like I don't know if it's green. Or something. Yeah, it's green. pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Howard, as bad as that hat looks, the, the thing that worries me and makes me want to vomit when I look at it is how it's going to smell when it gets here. It can, it's, believe it or not, Howard, the hat still smells like Richard. There's no smell of <laughs> yeah, it. But it's still <laughs> like, it smells like cheese and vinegar. It smells like cottage cheese and vinegar. I'm not, it's disgusting. Oh, I'll take that over your jizz. But so, Howard, yesterday. It's still got to go to a lot of other people, so give it time. Uh, Sal, does it really still smell like Richard, honestly? It really Richard does. I, yeah. It really does stink. And um, because 
after it dries, I always pick it up and smell it to see if my semen, oh, I'm curious, smells. It's just Richard's. Uh, shut up. You're going to put it on your head. So yesterday, Howard, this is funny. On the back of the hat is a really nice uh, Chiefs logo. It's on the very, very back. It's where you attach the hat, the Velcro area. And I dropped <laughs> the most beautiful load over the entire Chiefs logo. And Jason has a picture of that if you want to see it. Uh, it's, oh, like, no, my we don't. All right, we'll take a quick look. Let's take a Robin. Brace Jesus. yourself. <laughs> Robin, said, get actually, ready. I want to make sure I'm I'm showing you the right picture because uh, okay. this is every day for me. I get a new update. Yeah, Jason now. deserves an award for this. <laughs> this is Jason. my phone. My phone. Yeah. No, oh. that's, the, that's the crown. Oh, that's right on the beanie top. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Right. I how did I aim? I aim my dick hole right at that button in the center. Dude, you got a thick load. You got some load for a guy who just dropped a load. A nightmare. Sal Pollock. Oh, I think it might be this one. Okay, hold on. Right on the Chiefs logo on the back of the hat. This is a good good drippage. Oh Oh. my god! Oh, take that off the screen. Howard, well, you, you, know take it, though, you take those pictures when it's fresh, don't you? Oh, immediately. You know, Howard, fans are, like, clamoring to see these pictures, too, which is hilarious. Oh, no, you don't. Don't. don't you'll no, never unsee you don't them. Want, you'll no, never you don't want to see it. Wow. Howard, I was wow. at a restaurant, and this guy was begging me. My, fr my very good friend, he's a dentist. He's a great guy. And he said, please send me a pic. I go, I am not sending anyone pics. I'm forbidden. It's property of the show. <laughs> He goes, can I come to the restaurant? He lived 25 minutes away. He drove to the restaurant, <laughs> came to my table, and said, and I showed him the picture from my phone, and then he left. Wow. He what did he think of it? He said, this is the greatest moment in history. He, 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 he's like. And Here's he, a he fun fact. Uh, in, like a sold? Sal keeps his hat in a paper bag that says, Sal's work on it. Uh, I think that's, uh, <laughs> there it is, Sal's work. That's right. Don't so mess with Sal's won't. work. Yeah, yeah, the kids won't touch it. Yeah. Uh, Howard, so Benji, you know yeah, oh, yes, Richard, go ahead. Sorry, Howard, just real quick. You know what's funny, too, is now fans are also, sent, this hat has become so famous. Fans are sending me pictures of them with me when I was wearing the hat, and they're so excited. They're like, <laughs> holy shit, I got to meet the hat, you know. <laughs> Hold on one second. Who's there? Ladies and gentlemen, it is one of the greatest journalists of all time, Dan Rather, who wants to make a report on the hat. Go ahead, Mr. Rather. Howard, I'm near the hat, and I think I'm going to approach it. <laughs> In my really? 50 years of reporting, I've never been so uneasy. Here we go. <laughs> oh. Oh, my. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Howard! It's it's worse than burning bodies in Saigon. <laughs> the smell of this chief's hat is the the kind of stench that stays with you forever, Whew. like a traumatic memory. It's worse than the burning hair of school children from the fire bomb. Oh, oh, fire bombers of nineteen seventy one. I need Mr. Immediate... Rather. Mr. Rather, you're confirming that the hat, the combination of Richard Smell and Sal Seaman is so vile that as a man who went to and covered Vietnam and Afghanistan, you're saying you were there when Kennedy's head was shot off. I mean, you, 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 you say all of this is worse than all of those tragedies. What have I done, Howard? A rotten corpse would be a relief right now. The insides of my nostrils are burning. I, I cannot describe the... <coughs> Smell. Oh, this is 9-11 times 20. 30. Oh, 
God. It's well, the Mr. Rather, semen and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for... Mr. Rather, thank you for making it so real for us. Oh, Your please, God, make it stop. <laughs> Kennedy's brains were a walk in the park compared to this. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. That's I'm what flattered. I have to look forward to. <laughs> I'm so proud of this show. There are two pictures the audience is dying to see. Beth's hot lingerie shot she sent me on Valentine's Day and Sal's cum on a dirty hat. Both pictures. Both I pictures love, equally. I love too, Howard. Desires. I love how Sal keeps saying how bad the hat stinks, but meanwhile that doesn't stop him from jizzing all over it. No, not like one you'd bit. think it would ruin his boner. It helps him. Sal, did nope. you notice a decrease in your load size as the week went on? Because you came on the hat every single day, right? Yes, every single day. Um, no, I, that's the thing. I, I don't know where these big loads are coming from. I didn't even know my loads were that big until <laughs> I shot inspired. it onto something where I could see it. Yeah, it's revitalized right. you, Sal. It's amazing. Are you going to miss the hat, Sal? <laughs> I think I will. Can you send it back when after Richard wears it, please? Like the sure, yeah. youth. You can have it. <laughs> it's inspiring you. I got to tell you, you know, you're right. Uh, I'm always, uh, you know, coming into a tissue or something like that. Yeah, and you know, you, you never, you never really evaluate your load. I, I, I feel my load has diminished with my age, but uh, you know, maybe it's healthier. You want than I the think. hat, Howard? So I'm you thinking I might have to, I might have, I might have to go with the hat for a few days. It's the fountain uh, Benji, of youth, that hat. Be, <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> Benji, uh, you're getting the hat uh, from our cum carrier, John Blitz. <laughs> right. What? Yeah, uh, Sal. What was your routine? Did you watch porn every time you were with the yeah, hat? Yeah. So or? what I did? Yeah. Uh, what I did, and what I recommend, Benji, is you lay the hat down on. You close the toilet seat. Lay the hat down there. Then I pop on the porn on the top of the toilet bowl. I watch that. Lately, it's been uh, Spanish mom's hand jobs. Uh, I watch that. Uh, and then, as soon as I blow the load, and <laughs> this is important, and it's a, it's a little gross, but it's important to get the right picture. Even though your hands might be a little messy, grab that phone and take the picture. I've uh, I've crusted up my phone a little bit here and there too. And I have are to you saying? Are you saying that a load dries faster than you anticipated? And well, you want order? if you notice the pictures that Robin realized, they're like it's glistening, it's goopy, it's very fresh and it's wet. Dripping, you want to capture, yeah. You, you see the stream down, all that stuff. What yeah. fresh? Yeah, you want you want that fresh moment. You know, it's like when you take a, a pie out of the oven and it's bubbling. You want to get a picture of the bubbling. So, <laughs> my advice to Benji is: as soon as you drop the load, grab the phone, grab your phone immediately, go to camera, and start snapping as many pictures in different angles too as you can, and then send it well, to Jason. I don't know if Benji's telling. I don't know if Benji's telling a, a tale out of school, but he Yee. he's probably going to make you look ridiculous, Al, because he's really? claiming. He can come on that hat ten times a day. Uh, wow. He's made that claim, and I don't. No, see no, 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 he no. is a liar. I, he is not a liar. I, no, 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 no. You uh -oh, asked. Wait, are you saying you are a liar? He's backing that down, yes. right? Uh -oh. No, no, no. I'm not backing down. Another backer. Gary. <laughs> Gary. Yeah, Gary. You asked if I would be able to come on the hat. You said, "How many times can I come in a day?" And I said, "I could come ten times in a day." I don't have any desire. To fuck I see. Richard's hat ten times. Right. All right. So what is your game plan? First of all, I want to tell you this, Benji. We consulted with the director of male sexual dysfunction at one of New York's top hospitals to make sure we are following safety protocols. And um, guys, put that up on my screen so I can read to everybody what the safety protocols are around the 
hat and uh, Benji will have to follow now that he is receiving the cum hat from Sal. And, John, you need to make note of this because you will be carrying the hat. Here are the precautions we need to follow from this point out. There can be no skin-to-skin contact with the hat. Gloves and a grabbing claw were sent to the staff. Two, we cannot transport or touch a fresh hat. The hat must have a 24 rest period. So, Sal, please (laughs) make sure there is a 24-hour rest period before moving on to the next person. And, uh, Richard, they're saying you can wear the hat on your head, but only if you wear a skull cap. And you can't wear it longer than 15 minutes. So, uh well, what would happen if I don't, though? Like, it's up to you, Howard. I'll do whatever you, can, you want. But. No, I want you to be safe. You can't, you can't get what your head you pregnant. What did you just say? Read that to me again. <laughs> My head uh, Richard, can wear the, Richard can wear the hat on his head, but only if he wears a skull cap. And he can't he wear, wear a yarmulke with it. Yes. He can't uh, wear it longer than 15 minutes. Um, okay. Right. What happened? My head will explode. Yeah. <laughs> they had less precautions Can at Chernobyl. Can I provide the thing right. that he wears on his head? Yes. Because yes. he'll you probably get some ha- big knitted cap. Right, right, Robin. Thank you. It should Instead, be like a, a I stocking. can provide him with something that's thin but mm. protective. Oh, thank you, Robin. <laughs> yeah. Way to like contribute. Well, like yeah. Robin, you, you know, it's so sad. You can't contribute a load or two, but uh, <laughs> at least you can contribute that. Robin, do your part. You've gotten the advice from Sal, who had the pleasure of going first. Uh, are you going to take his advice? What's your approach? I was I was thinking of taking it to uh, either the booths or a massage parlor and telling them I just have a real fetish to be to finish in a hat. I see. Wow, that's a lot of work. You gotta record that. You should do that. Do. <laughs> yeah, Why is that gross? Was, <laughs> yeah. They don't want to be near the hat. Uh, I don't know. That sounds a little. Outrageous. I mean, we're already talking about precautions that need to be taken, and now you're taking it out. Uh, you'll have to wear go. your cum cap. Yeah, well, don't don't take it out. Just, just yeah. keep it at home and do your work uh, and weigh it. <laughs> you know what's funny, right. Howard? Is I love you, Benji, but. Benji is going to, like, call Sal with all kinds of questions. Oh, He's yeah. Gonna, it's going to be so complicated. <laughs> it's going to turn into a whole ordeal. Howard, when, yeah. we made the dildo, when we made the dildo molds for Ronnie to shove up his ass, Benji was involved in this. He called me three to four times a day. for Because 20, the, the, have you, I have emails. They told me to call you. To ask questions. It was the dumbest thing, Howard. It was. It drove me crazy. I'm trying to get a boner so I could get my cock in t- and get this mold done. And he's calling me, how do you position yourself? What do you do? How do you take a picture? Oh, do you he, texted, he texted me. He's like, where do I measure from? I don't know. Like, I have emails. I was told by the producers of that segment to call you guys with those questions. Yeah, I don't know, once. Benji. Benji, it seems simple to me. Come on the hat and just be done. Don't travel with it. Don't take it anywhere. Just get get the job done. What just, if you get mugged and somebody takes the hat? Yeah, I'll like, be living. Out on the street? <laughs> you, you think people are going like, to steal it like bandits? I don't know. But, but Benji, make it simple. <laughs> just do your th- business on the hat to, to make the bet come true. And, you know, they, they just calm down with it. You don't have to turn it into something that it isn't. Come on the hat and you'll be a home run, okay? That's that. Now, the guy who's getting the most blowback is Baba Booey. The fans have had it with this guy. (laughs) Uh, I got to tell you, I mean, they really have. This has set off a nuclear reaction. Oh, dear. Baba, back out. (laughs) Where is that? Fan feedback, I believe it is. Let Let me grab this and read to you what is going on with the fans. 
Here we go. Oh, okay. Here we have it. Look at this. And this is a lot of reaction, so stay tuned. You can see by the way I'm flipping through the pages, there's so much email about Gary that I'm trying to, to make it somewhat brief, but I could spend the whole show on just this. Okay, here's the update <clears throat> on Gary. And I do want to read these because people took the time to write us. <clears throat> uh, Gary backing out is just as bad as Ronnie not telling us who he voted for. If Gary doesn't want to be a part of the show, I don't want to hear him on. The show has given him so much. His bad attitude is bringing the show down. Why give him airtime if he's just going to sit and let everyone down? Here's another one. Robin, it's time to weave out the pussies on the show. Gary should be punished for backing out. He knew what he was getting into when he jumped into the opportunity to come on the hat. Gary, stop being a little bitch. Michael Rappaport was right about you. Stop fucking up the show. I'll tell you the ultimate insult. High Pitch Eric is disgusted by Gary. He left Ooh. us a voicemail. Yeah, this is wild. When High Pitch Eric has a good case, you know you're in big trouble. Here is High Pitch hey, Eric. Hey, Gary, it's High Pitch Eric. I can't believe you're back there in a cum hat. You should be punished for backing down. You shouldn't be able to do the wrap-up show for one week. You should be punished like Bobo. I'm a team player. I'm getting sucked off from Debbie. You make me sick, Gary. You make me, you, you should get fired. Not only that. <laughs> Not only that. Gary's cowering in a corner now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a fat, fat fuck. <laughs> Fans are even sending in songs about their disappointment. This is Jay and Roddy. Baba Booey, don't bring me down. Gary made a promise to rub on his cock. I did. To come on Richard's hat, but he was all talk. He let us down. I'm tapping out. Baba Booey let us down. I saw Sal's load, and it was disgusting. He promised us loads, but then he betrayed the show. Gary let us down. I am guilty. I know better. I'll send you my favorite shirt, my favorite record. You can jack off on it. <laughs> uh, I'll keep. Even Chris Cuomo is calling for Gary to be fired. Wow, that's rough. That's right. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> and and of course, a famous movie star has even gone in and recorded a song about Gary backing out of coming on that. The superstar known as Michael Rappaport has recorded, went into the studio. He's supposed to be working on the new Steve Martin show, the second season. Instead, he's too busy, he ran, he's too busy with this. He calls this Bowie problems, 99 problems. Oh, God. Howard's Listen. having Gary problems. His producer's a bum. He's got 99 problems. Bowie's every one. He's got the biggest lips. His teeth look like shit. Making promises on the air, and then he quits. Ironic. The biggest jerk on the show won't jerk. That pathetic producer, he's allergic to... To work. He tells boring stories and he thinks they're great. The one time we need him, he won't masturbate. Fuck off. Fucking up the show, driving Howard insane. That gorilla only cares about scotch and plantain. He's a failure, a fraud. He fucks up the fun. Howard's got 99 problems and Bowie won't come. Jizz me. I'm tapping wow. out. Howard's got 99 problems and Bowie won't come. Bowie, this is a platinum hit for a piece of shit. I'm going to jerk off on your teeth. I'm going to finally turn those green, grinchy teeth of yours white. I'm going to sing this in your mouth at the Super Bowl. There'll be plenty of echo. Bowie, take out that stinky monkey dick of yours and jerk off on that hat like everybody else, like you said you were going to do. You're only great at one thing, being a shithead. He's lazy. He's stupid. He's dumb as shit. Howard, fire his ass before he quits. Let's go. Wow, can, can wow, you wow. Can you imagine his career if he put this much effort into actual work? 
Well, I'll tell you something. You're not far off. Mike said he practiced this song a lot more than studying his lines for Only Murders in the Building, which is the show he's working <laughs> That's on. Sad. That's sad. He really, Stink- he really did say that. Stinky monkey <laughs> yeah. dick's a hell of a line. I will say I that. know. I was like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> Take out your stinky monkey dick and come on that hat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my God, Gary! You are taking a beating, and you know, right? Uh, you know he's acting as if he's impervious to all of these arrows being shot at him. You know what? These arrows would hurt a lot more if I hadn't looked at all those pictures this morning. Looking at those pictures <laughs> makes me feel really good about my decision. And that's well, just I'll one tell guy. You what? Uh, Chris Wilding is pissed at Gary. I might as well bring this up. Uh, Gary um, was on the wrap-up show talking about Chris. You know, Chris is in Canada, so we're having some logistical problems getting the hat to Chris. But Chris wants to come on the hat. But Gary, uh, Chris, according to you, Gary on the wrap-up show is spinning an untruth that you somehow are trying to get out of. uh, There was like a whole hit piece done on me where all three of them, Rasan, John, and Gary... I don't even know why they were bringing me up. They claimed I went on the air and said I wasn't going to jerk off on the hat. And that's just not what I said. And then it devolved into Chris always does this. Chris was supposed to jerk off high pitch Eric and he wouldn't do that. I was never supposed to jerk off high pitch Eric. I got on my hands and knees and examined Eric's penis in short shorts and a safari hat. So I don't like that um uh narrative it's untrue and i feel it was planted by gary to take the heat off of him and i don't Gary, like you are accusing gary of using the wrap-up show to create a reality that isn't such that that in fact yes. you never ever said these things let me listen to the wrap-up he show is and see trying to defame talking. you and hurt your credibility it, it was it's totally no. slanderous here's gary on the wrap-up show with his crew <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Wilding for a second. I felt like Chris was trying to find a way out. Oh, he was 100% trying to pull a Gary and pull out. You know, Chris is having a moment right now. He's super, he's been, he's, he's all over the show, you know, and he's very eager to get involved in things. Chris has to come through on this. You don't want to be the guy that gets involved in stuff and then makes it a habit of not being able to hold up your end of the bargain. So, I, you know, it sounds like Chris is having second thoughts like I had, but which I'm a little surprised about. Only because, you know, Chris A likes getting involved in stuff like this. You know, he, he went to look, you know, he, he put on his safari hat, went to try to find high pitch Eric's penis. But let's go back to the search for high pitch Eric's penis, right? Because initially, wasn't there supposed to be Chris supposed to jack him off? And that didn't happen. All of a sudden, nope. Chris didn't have the ability to do that, right? So th- this is another scenario where. Chris made a commitment to do something. Wow, Chris, you took a hit on the wrap-up Dude, it's show all, first of all, I, I don't know what's with that, Rasan. He's a weirdo. Like, I could be oh. washing the feet oh, of Cambodian... Rasan, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me finish, please. Reclaiming my time. I could be washing the feet of AIDS victims in Cambodia, and Rasan would call me a piece of shit. So I don't know what that's all about. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. That's whatever. That's fine. Be critical of me. But don't lie. Don't make up a false narrative. It's very Trumpian. You know, you go on there and you get your cronies to, like, spin a tail to deflect off of you. And that's just not what I couldn't have been clearer. If you get me the hat, I will jerk off on it. If you wait till I get back, I will jerk off on it. It's I, I, it I heard not that a big deal to me. I heard that loud and clear. Gary, why the misinformation? Because to make yourself look better because you backed out and you're trying to get some sort of ally in Chris. Why <laughs> did you spin a lie? So why don't, if you really listen to the clip cr- closely. The only part of that that I said was I was surprised that Chris was having reservations, which Chris did get on the air and say he was having reservations. No, he didn't. No, he never he, said yes, that. Yes, he was. He, he says, I'm feeling a little weird can't... about doing this 
you know, he talked about his but, grandmother. I'm not saying he said he wasn't going to do it. I never said that. I said, <laughs> I'm surprised Chris is having reservations, which is now Rasan said he had John, reservations about doing it in front of his grandmother, but that he'd do it. End of I sentence. I heard the guy. I got you. So I never said all the stuff that uh, that no, Chris is mad about was not said come by on, me. Come on. And also, I don't tell people what to do. I think I read somewhere that Chris said that I'm the Kim Jong Un of the wrap up show. Yes. There's three people <laughs> on the show. And if you ever met Rasan, nobody tells Rasan what to say. Quite honestly, nobody tells John what to say. Well, that's, like, that's what people. really got me because I know that John is a professional. So the fact that he's been compromised, I don't know what the story is. <laughs> Why is it compromised? Because he doesn't agree the, with you? No, not because it's not true. It's it not was an a opinion. fake story. Yeah, it was fake news. Fake news. But now, I did not perpetuate Gary. Everybody wants to get in on coming on the hat. I, I you wanna, didn't deny uh, it, and Gary, you have the best memory on the show. If anybody yeah, was going to be able to say it didn't happen, you would have been that. Oh, one. technically, I didn't say it. I didn't. It's bullshit, Gary. I didn't. You know on it. our phone, it's right? Bullshit. Excuse me. Excuse me. On our phone right now. This is an important call. The man who used to run this company, Sirius XM Pandora Stitcher, Jim Meyer. <laughs> he was the CEO. He is on the phone from Cancun, where he is in retirement, and wow. he wants to talk about the hat. Yes, Mr. Meyer, go ahead. Delabate, broken <laughs> promises have no place in this corporation. Ship that hat down to Cancun. I'll dump some little Jimmies in that son of a bitch right now. Well, thank you, Mr. Meyer. Mr. Meyer is saying that he will come on the hat uh, when he is uh, asked and, and to. And Gary's too good. And Gary's too good. How's your retirement going? It sounds like fun. Oh, it's beautiful down here. Hold on. Pablo! Another margarita for Meyer. I'm stuck it up, turn. I'm gonna go. It's going to blow us over, that fucking hat. And we're going to crush Q2. And we're going to fucking beat the competition into the ground. Here on the show, too. Thank you, Mr. Meyer. That's a CEO. Boy, oh, boy. He, uh, he, 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 he's a team player. Uh, uh, now joining our show is Rasan, who wants to respond to Chris. Rasan, go ahead. I'm good. I want to hear this. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. First of all, uh, Chris, listen, uh, you're, you're right. I, I got the uh, I got the the high pitch Eric thing wrong about you. So that was my mistake. But the whole Thank thing you. about you um, backing not not committing to jizzing on the hat was because you said on the show that you didn't think it was going to happen. That's the only reason I said that. You're taking and then something it, small. And then, it, and then it happened. And I said very clearly multiple times I would do it. Now, you guys got one job on there. You got to listen to the show and you got to wrap oh, it up. Oh, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> you got to got Jesus one Christ. job. Okay. Jesus so I don't. I know you got to get up early everybody. in L.A., shut up. but get shut up, up off your ass and listen to the show. It's one oh, job. And pick a couple of clips to play. You're lucky it's turned because I would strangle your little ass right you, now. You oh, so you're threatening me now because you're a little man and Gary thinks it's funny, but you're two little men. Okay. okay. You're two. Up, right. I find you to be a cunt. I don't like you. You don't like you. I don't like you. I don't like you threatening. You're threatening people. That puts you very low. Okay. So knock okay. off the shit. Stop trying to be a fake tough guy. You're not going to do anything and tell the truth on the goddamn What the fuck are you going to do? 
What are you gonna do? Little I'm gonna boy? call you out, and you I know do? that's why you guys do it. Because you, you think you I'm not gonna call you out. You think camera. I'm not gonna call you out, so you go after me. I'm the lowest rung on the ladder. You, me out. of course, you care about me. You're doing a whole segment on me when you shouldn't even be talking about me. The story was about you know how Sal. Many times we don't talk about you. You know how many times Listen, we don't talk you, about anytime you? you talk about me, it's something negative. I might Rasan, have to come I'm on curious. the wrap-up show. When you, you know how many when times you, we don't talk I about I might you? have to come on as a co-host and set you straight. I don't like what Rasan, you're doing. Let me, uh, <laughs> Rasan, <laughs> while I have you... Rasan, while I have you on here, do it. what did you feel of Gary backing out of the cum hat? Uh, he volunteered to do it, and then he backed out. How did you feel about that? I thought Gary had instant regret. You could see... Before we did wrap up the day after the day he backed out that he was already second guessing his his decision. So, you know, and I think Gary was excited. He wanted wanted to participate. And then he had some buyer's remorse and he, you know, kept thinking about it. And as more time went on, he realized it was something he didn't want to do. But, you know, right, he was excited right. for the bit. So he's well, afraid of Gary. He's got to suck up to him. He's got to work Rasan with him. Rasan is get not it. afraid of me. I don't know why you think people are afraid you of me. You rule over there with an iron fist. You must. I, For John Hines to How would you know what goes on over there? You're because never I over get there. reports. I get reports of what goes on behind the scenes oh, there. And it's very so nasty. Have and, it's very, every day, and it's very right? high school. No, I got a message that someone said, did I listen to the same show you listen to? Because they're saying shit about you that just seems really off. So I tuned in and it was really off. Chris, you know, like, Sal, okay, so Sal came the- on, guys, Sal came on the hat. He came multiple <laughs> times to the point that the hat now weighs three. What does it weigh, Sal? 3.8 ounces now. Yes. And it started out at 3.5 ounces. Um, yep. On the phone right now is Sal's wife, who, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know how much she knows what's going on because Sal has been hiding the hat in a paper bag marked Sal's work. Let me let me speak with her for one second. <laughs> yes, Sal's wife. How are you? Yeah, yeah, listen, I know something gross is going on. I don't want to know about it. I just, I'm heading out to the store. It's sunny. I wanted to tell Sal, we, we're, we're out of hand lotion, all right? Uh, so I just grabbed this hat. I'm just going to put it on my head. Hold on a second. Oh, my God. Wait I must have over-conditioned my hair or something. Ugh. I, oh, yeah. This house is crazy, Howard. The Sal's wife. Sal's wife. It's, that hat yeah. is It's full of Sal's cum. No, I'm sorry. no, no. Don't tell me. I don't I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any of it. I just, right. Is that right. the Kansas Sal, City Chiefs hat? Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. She accidentally oh, put it on going to this. Oh, dear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, fellas, Howard, I, Howard, there's can a I just lot say of... Real- Oh, yes, sorry, Richard. Howard. Go ahead. This hat, yes. this, it's just funny that a cum hat is like tearing the office apart. <laughs> like there's a, now there's like a line drawn in the sand on one side. There's the jizzers on the other side. There's the non jizzers. It's like Cobra Kai, you know. There's like only there's... one non jizzer, and I don't want to be roped in with that. That's all. And, I'm and saying. in the middle, there's the, the whiner, the whiny little. little I know. Little I'm fellow. a whiner. I'm an air whore, Gary. I only oh. do this for daddy's love. You're the biggest fucking air whore on two feet. You're such an air whore. You ran on the air and agreed to a bit. You didn't even know what you were agreeing to. <laughs> Take out your fucking post-it that says slow down and read it again. You are the thirstiest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. Yeah, and I'm going to drink you up, motherfucker. I will drink you. I bet you you would. Yeah, come come in my mouth with that big, ugly hog. Your smelly monkey dick, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, that's what I was looking uh, for. All right. Well, ben, How's that good for me? Well, you know, I just don't make, understand I, uh, the animosity. Is there something between you and Chris? I don't know. I get I get reports. Oh, Rasan. Well, that's a different I don't, story. I yeah. don't have no beef with Chris. I feel like I don't have beef with Rasan. Can you shut up for two fucking seconds? God damn. Well, speak. You stutter a lot. You mumble. I don't like it. Oh, my God. God, get out of thought. You're on the Chris radio. Like, Chris, like other people around here, sometimes listen to the wrap up show and they get upset because 
We do our job, which is to comment on what happens on air. Not Sometimes when you're lying, we get it wrong. Sometimes we get it wrong. I said I got the hyperjeric part wrong. But then, you know, the whole fucking whining and trying to t- turn this into like there's some kind of beef with us. I don't know. To me, this just feels it's like... It's not whining. You lied. Yeah, I'm starting shit. You lied. Don't right, fucking dude. lie. Oh, Criticize God. me all you, you want. You know what? The next time I see you, you better have all this fucking big, tough guy. Okay, good. You're going to choke me out. Like that. Real, that's gonna, really, no, no, really mature, Rasan. Really. You you are a cunt. And I don't, well, you know, Chris, I find you to be a cunt. Beat my ass. Okay, we have that on tape. Chris, he came on, he immediately admitted that he got it wrong and apologized. But you're still, you're not accepting that. It's never enough for Chris. I accept the apology. I don't like being together. Yeah, let Benji let listen. I like the apology. I don't like being threatened by a. a There's a lot of good times. Sal has come on the hat. Everybody, take a deep breath. Yeah, I feel like I'm cool with I'm cool with busting each other's balls and everybody, you know, giving each other a hard time. Don't threaten people. Jesus. Don't get on the radio and call me a cunt because you got your feelings hurt about something that. So you're hurt because I called you a cunt. Because we didn't beat me up because I called you a cunt. We're not cool enough for you to call me a cunt. You, I, we're as cool as I say we are. You're a cunt. Leave me alone. All right. Like, oh, stop boy, it. I have all that big Chris, I energy when I Chris, say Chris, I call John Blit a cunt all the time. Yeah, because John Blit might be friends. Me and you aren't friends. So don't Evidently not. Like we ain't never been friends. We work together. Yeah, right. So what's your problem? Gentlemen. 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 We had such a spirit of camaraderie. I thought Sal. we had a great office where everybody loved each other. <laughs> Come oh, on. you're out of it, Robin. Uh, 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 Richard's right. This office is divided about stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Gary, well, if you never well. backed out, we wouldn't you know, be divided. Gary's like John Kreese, but John Teeth. <laughs> on another note, on another note, Rasan, as long as I have you on, you had lunch with JD yesterday. I did. Oh, we don't have to go back uh, to me. We don't like, have to go back to me. What was it like to, to see <laughs> superstar JD? They call him uh, Hollywood Harmeyer. Did you witness the <laughs> Chinese uh, food orgy that he ate? Were you part of that? Well, first of all, I didn't even know if lunch was going to happen because JD had to pencil me in to make some time. You know, I had to make some time for lunch to happen, oh. but. It was right. it, it was a good time. JD seemed very stressed. I think Blit is getting to him. The nonstop <laughs> of observations and note taking. Uh, JD was nonstop. Nonstop. <laughs> Can I ask you a question so, about the pictures of the hat? Can we make a, a coffee table book with photographs of all the loads? Oh, it, that is in the works. <laughs> I, I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to reveal that yet. But oh, yes, sorry. that is in the works. I apologize. Yeah. Oh, that's my right. Goodness. I mean, my goodness, what what a show! And I'd like to see everyone get along, but you know, listen, this is what happens. There are uh, this is arguments. men, you know. This is all this testosterone. That's right. That's Everybody's right. testosterone, like bumping into I just, each other. I just Real find men. that Chris Chris likes to dish it out, and when he gets a little offended, he takes all it very right, hard. Gary, 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 you lied. I'm not even offended. I'm just saying, don't you fucking lie about me. Let's not. You are offended. You're a liar. I'm Gary. <laughs> I know I'm a whiny bitch. I suck. You are. All the you really are. I know, Gary. I know. By you know, the way, you're, you're Chris, is that nah, what's who, going on here? No. Who, I'm, not I'm, not on I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Well, Gary we learned in the, with me and 
We yeah. learned in this segment okay. that Chris right. threatened to uh, have Gary come in his mouth. Uh, that was. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. I, do I get? Do I not to be <laughs> part of that? Like, Chris is <laughs> now. Are you backing out of no. that too, Gary? Well, I, I didn't Chris, back in. Uh, Chris is now threatening to blow Gary. That's what I got out of that. <laughs> yes, it's the only way to solve this. You better yeah. watch it, Gary. <laughs> well, you'll you'll blow Gary, and and hopefully things will work out between and that, you and that'll the bury the hatchet. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Right. Well, there you go. Well, JD, that was a great report of you out in Hollywood. <laughs> I am loving your every yeah. moment in Hollywood. Oh, Bob thank nobbing. God they're coming to an end. <laughs> what are you going to fun night tonight? tonight? Tonight's oh my God! Tonight we are going for a twenty-three course omakase at downtown <laughs> oh Los Angeles God. at a five-star <laughs> Japanese restaurant. It's going to be civilized it's going to be relaxed celebrities are coming any celebrities there well no we were invited over to ryan felipe's uh for a nightcap jd was invited so hopefully uh-huh. he'll, wow. he'll bring me along so it's yep mm-hmm. wow so jd yeah. a nightcap yep. <laughs> so I just go to bed <laughs> when you say uh, again i don't know of these things when you say a 23 course japanese meal will be uh, mm-hmm. fed to jd Yes. Uh, what, 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 how can there be 23 courses? What are you talking about? Is that enough? It's like 20. <clears throat> yeah, it should be. That's an appetizer. We can order two if, Shut he, up. if he's hungry. We can do two. But it'll, it'll be just Stop it. pieces of, of sushi and sashimi. So it's not giant courses. But JD doesn't like that stuff. Does no, he? I like, JD. I like yeah. sushi. Oh, yeah. I eat you sushi do. all the time. I, yeah. <laughs> I want a 23 course of combos. <laughs> 23 I get for two once, for one. and all of a sudden it's, it's my only diet. Do you, you like sushi? No, I haven't Katie? finished them actually. Thank you very much. What time <laughs> will you eat? What's uh, what's the plan? I mean, will you start 6 early? Six p.m. Six p.m. Reservation. Yeah. And the 23 courses will probably go to late 9 o'clock at least, and they'll be sake, mm-hmm. I imagine. Is yeah. that correct? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Beautiful. Edibles. edibles. J.D., yes. will you do edibles before the big Japanese meal? Oh, I have this 10 milligram root beer <laughs> that I was going to drink after it's a Bengals one that's just been sitting in my fridge. Uh, so I might have some of that at least. I, I at least have to have that. I don't want to travel uh, with that. I don't do uh, weed. So uh, when you drink a a, uh, a marijuana laced uh, drink like yes. a root beer, yes. how long does it take to hit you? It's it's not like well, smoking weed. Yeah, it, I, I think it'll, it could take, it could take an hour, it could take almost two hours sometimes I, but usually usually about an hour if you'll know whether it's kicked in or not so you uh, will be at the hotel you would drink your root beer laced uh, drink <laughs> and then you will have a um, you, you will then then you'll get in the car maybe have some gummies and then get over <laughs> no, to the no, no i'm not doing Jesus. all that blit. we may take oh a beer uh, sapporo. The sushi. no i'm not doing all that blit. i'm not doing all what, that. what do, do you anything. what do you say john what are you saying we may possibly? take a couple sapporos in the uber on the way to the to the restaurant <laughs> Two cans of Sapporo. Yeah. I love how JD's, even JD's weed drinks are full of sugar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like shit. (laughs) I'm also trying to get JD to come to the pool for a little hang. Yeah, I'm not doing a pool. Oh, yeah. yeah, He loves the pool. Yeah. (laughs) No, he doesn't do well in a pool. He almost drowned in that little kitty pool we put him in. Um, You guys are at a hotel with a pool. Is that it? Mm -hmm. Yes. And and, and you're going to go out there and maybe coax JD out to the pool. Yeah, just to hang and sit outside and get some sun. Just you know, some. No, I got enough sun with the hikes yeah. <laughs> this week. The hikes did you bring and the a football game. Do you bring a bag? Well, somehow you the sun JD? didn't find you, JD. You're as white I, as a I, sheet. I, <laughs> I got JD, a light on me right now. 
Did J.D. <laughs> ever afraid own, uh, that paparazzi would find you by the pool and take pictures <laughs> no. of you in your swimwear? No, no. Not no. paparazzi, but... You, you know. know, they like to follow a star like you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You can't miss um, them. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, son. <laughs> You guys are like the new Cheech and Chong. I mean, you go everywhere and you're high oh, and you're yeah. eating and yeah. uh, you're getting into um, adventure. So one of us is more high than the other, so. <laughs> right. Uh, Blit is higher than you? I would I would say so. He can well, handle at least he can though. keep track of how many burritos you're yeah, eating. This, yeah, you I, don't know what he, I don't know how he's doing it. <laughs> I don't know how he's doing it. Blit he's is higher and JD's, JD's wider. <laughs> <laughs> JD, are you getting any sleep out in Hollywood? I mean, it sounds to me like you're barely... like a little bit here and there, not a lot. I, uh, I see. I'm, I'm not. It's you know, it's just I'm not used to the the time differences messing with me, and it's a whole thing. <laughs> I think you're sleeping st- right now. Did you stay up all night last night, or did you get? No, any no, sleep? I got like a couple hours. I got a couple hours. Yeah. All right. Well, are you going to go to sleep go. after the show, or are you going to have breakfast? No, I got to. I no, I I know. You I have lunch plans, right? I have lunch plans. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, hmm. what are JD's lunch plans? It's not. There were friends. It's not a whole thing. Yeah, I'm not going. Friends, to nobody's. Jo- John, you're not covering the lunch. <laughs> no, I was not invited, J- so I don't JD invite didn't myself invite to things. You? No, he did not, which is fine. I don't need uh, to go to every party. Will yeah. there be chopsticks you... at this lunch, JD? <laughs> no, no chopsticks. No, uh, no. I do have, have the video boil of JD water? trying to use chopsticks. It's a great it's video. It's hilarious. Him. Yeah, it's really where good, is it? So. What, it's on my I phone. I, I, yeah, I sent it <laughs> Can to we Jason put that up on our website or on the Instagram? Yeah, Jay, please. Sure. His chopsticks. What was he doing? Like stabbing the food or something? <laughs> He's He's I, can't get the, I can't get the things together. Uh, I can't do it. Uh, oh. <laughs> I can't work the chop- John, did you try to teach JD how to use the chopsticks? I think it would have been impossible. And that's when he was getting really high. So it would have been, we could try that. I, I, in the future, I'd like to try and teach him how to use chopsticks. I think that's a, a great he thing to do. ate his chopsticks. <laughs> you, know what I'm, you know what I'm reminded of, J.D.? Remember you couldn't light a lighter the first time yes. you smoked a joint? Yes. But eventually yes. uh, the guys taught you how to I, light a lighter. I got lighter, it. Right? I got it. You got it was right it. after he learned to boil water. Right. right. <laughs> but you're having that 23-course meal in a Japanese restaurant. You can use chopsticks and teach him tonight. Oh, yeah, I got a fork. Good idea. Yes, you're right. No, I need <laughs> a fork. My fingers. I'm going to get a fork. I or need you can, a fork. Or you can use your fingers. God forbid you miss sushi. a meal. A, a spoon. <laughs> Excuse me, a uh, waiter. Could you please bring me a fork here? <laughs> I, love, I, I need a fork for my sashimi. <laughs> Let me tell you, this guy, he's become quite a sophisticated. We all have to agree that the show. Oh, is remember, he for... hardly would eat anything. Right. Yeah. Now he eats everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like a big. L- now, this lunch, I take it, of these friends. Where did you meet these friends, JD? Uh, it's It's kind of. It's. Food, food finder for friends. No, not food finder for friends. <laughs> Jenny Craig. <laughs> you know what would be funny? If you can't get a fork and JD's having trouble eating, you could, uh, Blit, you could, could feed him like a dolphin. Like, oh, just, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A video of that. Mm-hmm. Does JD, when you take him to the Japanese restaurant, does he ever say stuff like, excuse me, do you have any ketchup? No, he's a civil, he's a sophisticate. He is a gourmet gourmand. Let's hear from the audience. Norman wants to say hello. Norman in Canada. Go ahead, Norman. 
Howard, this is one of the best shows I've heard. I just want to apologize on behalf of all of Canada for Chris Wilding's behavior and just let you know that he is not a true representative of Canada. I think what's happened to him Good. is he's, he's, been, <laughs> he's been in the States so long, he, he's, he's adapted that real confrontational attitude. Uh, I didn't you know, threaten to beat anyone up, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, you only called me a well, cunt because I said something about you on the radio. A cunt is a little different than threatening someone physically or something. No, Try to not, keep up. Go ahead, Neil. Tell your wife that. Calling so where I come from, calling somebody a cunt, friend or not, is a go. Like, people will drop gloves when you call somebody a cunt. Or okay. if you call somebody... Yeah, that you know, kind of stuff I, is, is, is keyboard warrior stuff. It's only well, because you, call, you, threatened to, you threatened to strangle me before I called you a cunt. So let's not do revisionist history like the rapper. Fuck you. Fuck okay. Buddy, buddy, apologize to you. <laughs> All right, I didn't want to bring this up. Uh, uh, Norman claims that uh, Chris Wilding is not a good representative. I know of the him Canadian... uh, from Canada. He's an asshole. <laughs> oh, you do know him. I didn't we, know you. We all him. know each other. Yeah. Chris, yeah. everybody in Canada knows each other. And Norman, <laughs> Norman, you're a cunt. <laughs> I know, I know, cunty, but I'm not a cunt. No, Howard, cunt. I want to comment. I want to comment on uh, one of the Super Bowl ads the other day, and maybe uh, symptomatic of uh, Gary Baba Booey, really kind of like sometimes opening up his mouth and commenting on stuff. The um, the uh, ad with Troll uh, Driver with. Uh, Catherine O'Hara, and um, I told you he was a cunt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were right. All right, all right never you. mind, Norman. Yeah, no yeah. one cares. No, sometime uh, when you pull all your thoughts together, uh, call us back. It's like uh, <laughs> Howard. Uh, one more thing. I'm like, uh oh, he was good. You know that, was that car with and Cheryl that Driver. I don't know. Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> I am cunty. Yeah, yeah. I am not a cunt. Oh. <laughs> Well, look, you got to say, you know it's a good show when someone says someone's a cunt and the other one says, I'm going to strangle you. You know you're on to <laughs> something wild. Uh, what can I tell you? Um, Will that be talked about on the wrap-up show today? Oh, oh wait, do you, wait do you hear the <laughs> yeah. spin. If you want to hear fantasy, turn yeah. it to that fucking show. I think I think we should never the talk about Chris on the wrap-up show again. Good, don't. Not if you're going to You'll die if we don't talk Mama about you. Minister Rassan, you say you will there. bring up the Chris Wilding incident on the wrap-up show. With me, of course you will. <laughs> he loves me. He loves me. That would be we'll a crazy fight to watch, sure. though. That would be a crazy fight. Well, it's gonna be a fun. Uh, and Chris. It'd be like beating up a twelve-year-old. It's gonna yeah. be a fun <laughs> office Christmas party this Listen, year. Listen, yeah, I right. think Rasan's very attractive. I might like it. So, enter at your own risk. Yeah, oil. Let's okay. do it. Oil fight between Chris and Rasan. Mm. We'll oil both the men up and I'm, have them go at it. I'm not opposed. <laughs> not that would be, I women. would pay for that. And oh, then the other card is me and now. Sal against John Hine. Yes, oh, we've yeah. always wanted that. Oh, really? And you the loser gets come down by me. <laughs> well, Sal, you want to do you and What's Sal that? nude wrestling John Hine with oil? Oh, in a, in a second. <laughs> that would be the greatest Howard, thing ever. We've been asking for that. Maybe when we return to the studio, we'll do that on the uh, Okay. All right. That'll be nice. <laughs> yeah, because we, we had a game where we were going to see if John Hine could hold us down and, and take advantage of us. <laughs> oh, can I tell you the name of that game, Howard? Get away. Was John Hine in a Richard sumo circle. He used to circle. pitch it all the time. He used to call it, um, can John Hine prison rape me? 
and they were supposed to <laughs> pretend that they were in prison, and John was supposed to take him. Uh, yeah, I could see that going down. Well, <laughs> anyway, um, well, fellas, um, guys, uh, there you go. There's hey, a lot. Yes, Benji. 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 Can I call anybody a cunt? <laughs> sure. Do I have your permission to call anybody a Casal or Flit or Geary or Rishon? All right. Or, thank you. Benji, you're getting this, the, the hat next. Try to right. just, you know, do it in a professional way. You don't have to do any special shtick. Do you as know. many yeah. loads as you can and let us know right. how many that That will be impressive, yes. And weigh yeah. in and let us know how it goes. We're all looking forward to it. And as uh, I think us... Uh, Sal gave you some good advice. Uh, make sure you get your camera out right away and, and take a fresh right. picture. And we'll see how that goes. And with the weigh-in and all of that. Uh, and keep the hat Chris, away from chicken. You know, don't uh, right. let the hat go. <laughs> no, Jake, put it down. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take the hat on a Ferris wheel and jerk off on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me uh, the, 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 and let's leave it at that, Rasan and, and and Chris. I hope yeah. you work out your differences, please. Tune into the wrap-up show for a bunch of lies. They'll take a bunch of nasty calls about me. It'll be God, you, you, oh my God, you're, you're swinging so much. See, like, you're also like so an whining. egomaniac. It's, you think that, that we care line, about you? So whining. You're an egomaniac. That line's you, getting old. I whine just think, as no, much you, as you. What do you mean it's old? You think that we sit around and all we do is want to? Chris, can you let someone get a sentence? You did out? a whole segment on me, Chris, Gary. Just let when there someone was get a to do sentence with me. Hold on. You talk all you the think... time. You're the king of talking over people. You tell me to shut up. Fuck off, Gary. You talk over all everybody right. in every goddamn all meeting. Right. Chris, do you think that the world Fantasy. revolves around you that we sit in the no. rapid show meeting and say, let's no. talk about Chris? We talk about I'm you once every nine you, months. Yeah, and just try to tell the truth. Try to do some semblance all of that. All right. Up the Very show. good. All right. Let's leave last word from Mark in Arizona. Go ahead, Mark. Howard, do you really think that Benji is going to be able to handle this hat without causing some sort of shtick? He plans on taking it out to a out to one of the booths, out into the city. Do you really think that he's going to be able to hold on to that hat to get Mark? You bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. No, I don't. And you know, I'm getting nervous with Benji getting the hat next. Let me let me say something, Benji. I won't leave the hat alone. I will not leave the hat side. I'll well, let me say that. something. Benji, I'm <laughs> well, going to give you a bit of advice. John's going to be there when he jerks off. I said I'd do it. If I'd you jerk want... off in John's car. That's fine. No, that's not what I want. <laughs> Here's what I want. The bit's going smashingly well. Everyone is enjoying the hat being, you know, uh, defiled. Desecrated. Robin loves Desecrated. it. Desecrated. Robin loves it. Every America loves it. Canada loves it. I don't know about other countries. <laughs> We've but, been having so much fun, Benji. Do not ruin the fun. Yes, please. Uh, Benji. Can I tell you? Can I advise it. you? Can I, Mark is right. You're going to ruin it. But here's how you could be a hero. Can I? Can I tell you how you can be a hero? I'm not it's looking so to be simple. a hero. The oh, bit God. is don't so. Don't send him the hat. <laughs> let, let me. Let me. Let me. Let me power on. Send it to me. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about it, Mark. Uh, Benji. You're you're part of the show. You don't have to be over the top with this. The bit is already over the top. There's no other show in the world that is coming on a Kansas City Chiefs hat. It's already ridiculous. It's it's funny. It's it, it's insane. It's 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 all it's a mess. It's it, it, in fact it's offensive. I thought we did it on uh, Rachel and, 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 and for all, crying out loud. Right, and all that Sal did was he drops a load on it and he weighs it. 
And the guy, all of a sudden, he's America's sweetheart. You know, he went from being an asshole to America's sweetheart. He's one of the America's greatest photographers, as a matter of fact. Right. Everyone thinks Sal is wild. They love him. Uh, you know, he can do no wrong. Benji, it's your opportunity to be a hero with the audience, with me, with the show, even with Rasan, who was uh, fighting with Chris Wilder. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a big opportunity for you. We're relying on you. You don't have to be over the top. You're already over the top. The fact that you're going to jerk off on a Kansas City Chiefs hat. It's a home run. It's a home run. Do you understand what I'm saying for real? I volunteered. You guys, you said who who want, who's up for doing yes. this? I said, sure. Yes. It, it is. It, I know this is so a far, historic. So far, so good. This yeah. is a historic bit. It's fun to be part of it. I said, right. sure, I'll be part of it. When you say it, it, that you're you going want, to take the hat to the clubs or to the to the, the booths, the, the booths, I, I, it's a re- it's too much. It's another, I said that on just the get day the job of done. when no. we when we volunteered. I said I'll do it in Times Square. No. More because I didn't want to bring the hat. It's all sales come into my house. But if you want me to do it in my house, that's fine. I'll do it in my house. Yeah, in your house, you wait. You take a you picture. Want, you're or done. Or if you want to take me out of it, I'm fine. I, I I volunteered to be part of it. You said yes. <laughs> you know. Let me ask uh, Benji. I, I'll take you up on that offer. Let me ask the guys. They they have a good sense of this. I'll go around. Should I take Benji out of the bit, uh, JD? Uh, no. I I I have faith in Benji. Somehow, I th- you I think, think he so. can follow my I, my I, suggestion? I think he could JD yeah, is he, high he, right he now, has so. a drive JD to is do high. something. You're right, Benji. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, Richard, should I leave Benji in, or is he going to fuck this thing up as Mark suggests? I am a huge Benji fan. I would be honored to wear Benji's jizz on my head. So please leave Benji in this. I John, you care great. to comment? You've been hitting many home runs yeah. with young JD. Yes. Um, I love Benji. I love working with Benji, but do not, I don't want to bring the hat to him because I don't trust what he'll do with the hat. 100% not. <laughs> you'll ruin the now. Oh, that's a no. That's yes. two years a no. You're a cunt. You're a cunt. <laughs> Chris Wilding, you've uh, been in a big battle with Rasan. This is a new yes. uh, beef. Uh, what do you say? Uh, no, I say, I say you give it to Benji, but you put it on John Blitz. It's John Blitz's responsibility. You're to in charge of that. Come. But he can't well, be there all. He can't be there all week. He can. Well, do it for a day. Don't give it to him for a week. You do. You get oh, one that's load. Interesting. It's, like, it's like robbing a bank. You get in, you get out. Don't give. Leave it to him for a week. It's not. Yeah, you're saying one. Upstairs, let him jack off on it, and then bring it back down to Blitz. That's it. One time. One time. Great time. idea. That's yeah. all I need I'm going to do. Blitz. I need to be uh, in his uh, apartment though while he does uh, it. I'm not going. Uh, no. You want to be I'll there? I'll do it in your apartment or your car. Uh, Sal, what do you say? Is Benji to be trusted? And what about Chris's new idea? Uh, I agree with Chris 100%. That was what I was thinking as well. John delivers it. John waits. He comes. Get the hat out of there ASAP. So Benji's involved, and we don't have to worry about the hat getting lost. Gary, we can't ask your opinion. You backed out of the bit. We're going to ostracize you. I am a filthy quitter, (laughs) but I do have to say this. Give the hat to Benji because no matter how it lands, it's going to be great for the show. No, Rasan, I, no, I, I don't want this ruined. I don't want it ruined. Rasan, what do you say? I say uh, you got to let Benji jerk off on it, but Blit, you can't leave the room. You got to keep yeah. your eyes on the prize. <laughs> yeah. or, or Benji can take it to the bathroom and I could wait in his living room. I you am know. fine doing that, but it's in John's apartment then. Um, um, uh, Benji, R- puppet, yeah, what Benji's do you say? Benji's not letting anyone in his house. Ah. 
That's I right. say we, I say we, me and Blit go to my therapist and we all sit on her couch and we all jerk off on the hat. Benji, <laughs> are you think. afraid of Blit? Are you afraid to, of Blit to see your apartment and will comment on it? Is that what's going on? I just keep the apartment separate. Yes. I see. I'm, all right. I'm 100% what? fine either going into the booth with, with Blit, going um, into the car, or doing it in Blit's apartment. According Ignore to the our detached head in the corner. <laughs> or, or according, according to our expert, we have to wait 24 hours before we can move the hat, as you know, because the car right. is to dry on the hat. So really. John and I lit- will sleep together with the hat. Well, but wait a minute, if you've got those pincers or whatever your, you know, the claws to pick up the hat and put it in a bag, why do you have to leave it for 24 hours? They want all the shitty crap to dry up a little bit. Yes, but I'm saying, Howard, if you use gloves, there are ways to handle the hat. Robin, Without you are not an expert with the hat. On, you are not an expert on common I am com an hats. expert. I was an isolation nurse. I know how to protect myself from human fluids. Have you ever been involved with a cum hat? No. I have had to transport blood from uh, people who have uh, oh. liver disease and uh, infectious hepatitis. I've done all kinds of things, Howard, with all kinds of bodily fluid. Well, we got to go with our expert and what they said. I'm sorry, Robin, but uh, well, uh, look. I think this is overkill and leaving Benji with the hat for 24 hours scares me. Is I see. Could, I hear your vote. Be- Maybe uh, All those in favor of skipping Benji say aye. 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 All those in favor of Benji getting the hat say aye. Aye. Ah, darn it. You guys are crazy. The one thing, Howard, I have to make very clear, and this scares me about Benji. He's, he's, he's fixated on taking it to a booth with, with, I, I said if, if you wait, guys hold on. Let me just finish. Do it, I won't. I'm just, I'm just to protect the hat and to protect everyone on the show. <laughs> protect those the booths hat. are riddled with semen. If that right. had falls, I don't want you that. I don't oh, want it, that. It might get bad against Benji, I want your word it. that you will jerk off in your house with the hat. Do a similar job to what Sal did. No new innovation. I don't want anything crazy because 100% of my staff was polled and they all think Benji will fuck this up somehow. They agree <laughs> with Mark from Arizona. Why are you even chancing um, it when the odds are that high? I'm you know, worried about look, the dog Because this is Benji's chance to redeem himself. He's not I'm interested not in redeeming redeem himself. He's had 25 <laughs> no. years to do that. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is the one chance for Benji. No, one time no, no. Benji He's already say, said he doesn't care wrong, about redemption. I don't. Because I, right. I don't think I, I don't think I need redemption, Robin. Right. Benji, uh, come, raise your right hand. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Benji... Well, let me hear what you want me to say. say. Just say, can you say, I, Benji? I, Benji. I, Benji, so far, I agree with that. Promise to receive the hat and come on it without any Benji usual shtick. I, you know what? You're going to say whatever I do is shtick. So in my mind, okay, yes. I, it, Here's where I derail that, that is not, That's not an oath you can make. Uh, Fine, I, you I promise to just, you too promise to do what I say. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Uh, Just come on the fucking hat, you asshole. I, listen, I'm, I'm not. I'm fighting. changing my vote. I'm not uh, fighting to come on the hat. Don't give it. Don't give it to him. I'm Holy not fighting. Shit. I'm not fighting for this. I want Benji to I lose the hat. So I volunteered to do it. To wear it. Exactly. I, I keep my promises. 
Blit's going to bring you the hat. You're going to come on it. You'll keep the hat there for 24 hours. Blit will pick it up and move it over to the chicken coop at Jason's house. <laughs> and you'll protect it. Right. I will protect the hat. Do you promise, raise your right hand, do you promise to protect the hat? I promise to protect the hat. All right. Only Benji could fuck up coming. And An inanimate object. Hassan, am I making a mistake right now? I think you are. We might have to kick Benji out. <laughs> oh. I love you, Benji. And you know you're my boy. Every time we see each other, we always have a great time. But you couldn't even repeat the oath right now, dude, so. <laughs> Good point. We'll never Gary, see that. Would you step uh, back in so we can get rid of Benji <laughs> and save yeah. the bit? Well, let's no, see what happens. Um, oh, Richard's hat is on the phone. Believe it or not. <laughs> and let's see what the hat has to say. What do you say, Richard's hat? I'm going to end up stuck on a Times Square Elmo. There's no way this doesn't end horribly. Please, I've been through enough. Can we not? Uh, I'm covered in cum. Isn't it bad enough now to deal with Benji's bullshit, too? Come on! Uh. Uh, I'm, I'm going to rule on this because someone has to take a leadership role, and it does say the Howard Stern show. Uh, it's on you, then, if this is destroyed. I am going, and call me naive, Robin, and you've done it many times. All right, you've you're been naive. Right. All right, well, let me let me tell you what I'm ruling now. All right. This is how I feel. <laughs> I'm the one who hired Benji to work for the Howard Stern show. Yes. I believe in the dignity of man, and I believe in the goodness of man. And I have hope, and I have faith. And if Benji raised his right hand and said he promises to follow the rules, he's going he to keep the hat. That. He said he's going to, he, he knows what he promised. I know he's sometimes see, incapable of See, I look in those it. eyes and I see a, a mind going, how can I get around this and still sort of what? deliver Damn and all of that? Take that back. Because he wants, because he wants to, he wants to do something so outrageous. He wants that, to you stand know, out, you know, like right, he, he's yeah. got to be different. Coming isn't enough. <laughs> right, right. Coming is enough. I, Benji, you understand, coming is enough. And I'm going to trust that you understand what I mean. I believe, I don't think you're a slow adult. I don't think you, I think you get what your job is here. It, the, the shtick is, Look we come that on dog. that. That dog's going to have that hat. <laughs> Poor dog. You come on the hat. You come on the hat. You come on the hat. We have some laughs. You take a picture of it. 24 hours goes by. Blit will pick it up if you want. I would even say I'll keep it there for a few days, but I don't know. Your head, your your, your mind will start going. So maybe a day is oh, good. Oh, I, I mean, you guys <laughs> added taking a photo of it. That to me is there's something kind of like uh, oh, wicked about that. But I'll do it if you want me to. All right, fair <laughs> enough. There's a team player. What I tell you, Benji's going to come yeah. through, Robin. He's going to prove you wrong. What if um, I take the hat to the moon and jerk off on it there? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, see, you know what he could do? Just a hula hoop what while you're jerking off in your apartment. How about that? <laughs> what is here's that? Do a whole video for TikTok. Whatever. Here's yeah. uh, Chris Wilding's boyfriend. Ralph wants to say hi. Hello, Ralph. Hey now. Hey, hey quickly. A hey uh, couple things. First of all, uh, 
Yeah, you should just not let Benji have it for more than a couple of days because something's going to go wrong. A week is way too long. So let him I have, have it. faith. Just... A day or two, fine, but I have faith in Benji. He knows what I want, and um, I'm asking Benji. him to abide by the oh, rules. Okay. Also, the disgusting <laughs> cum hat aside, my new favorite show, thing on the show is John Blit annoying J.D. in L.A. It's like the best thing ever, and do not let J.D. go unsupervised to this launch. Blit must go with him. He's gonna why is him. that happening, John? We sent you there to cover J.D. Why is J.D. going to lunch without you. This he didn't invite me. He, Who are these friends that you can't you don't need to be invited. You're his right arm. All JD, right. what is going on that Blit can't be at your lunch today? There what, have, what is, there are there are people that have requested uh, <laughs> that to have this covered. Just because really? they don't want to have Who are they? Who are these people? CIA agents? I don't know if they want to be I don't know. You know I, I don't need good. a name. What is their relationship to you? Uh <laughs> they're, they're, it sounds like Orge Looney. <laughs> no, no, let's hear this. This is ridiculous. I want to hear this. Please allow it's, JD to speak. It's a God. <laughs> well, one person I know really well, and then the other people there are like friend, more friends with them. But we've also I've also talked to them too a little bit, just not as much as uh, the one friend. So. Well, John is what? reporting on you, not on them. I mean, there's nothing to do with it. This but is ridiculous. I, it's a Ralph. It's a whole thing. Look, sometimes you need What's to handle JD with, what with is kid gloves. It's the, it's, what is the way? Don't I don't it. understand. There's one person. Here's what I heard. There's one person <laughs> I know, and then the other person I don't know, but I do know Final some man. of them. I know them, but uh, <laughs> I, don't know them as, I don't know them That's as what well. I, I don't know them so, as well. This well what's that got to do with why John can't come to lunch? Yeah. Because they just don't want it to be like monitored or whatever, you know. They're but JD, JD Howard's, Howard's asking you like, is it? A, you don't have to get into exactly this. Is a relative? Is it a friend from college? Is it a friend from back home? Yeah, I mean, what, what is, is the Sarandos? I mean, what's going on here? Yeah, what is the relationship? <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> what is your relationship to these Robert people? Downey Jr. I, I don't know a lot of them as well as this one person that I know well because I've worked with him. <laughs> yeah, that makes I've it that him. makes it even better. You are a sketchy it's motherfucker. The best. Yeah. So whenever it's not sketchy at all, on, it's uh, not sketchy at all. Actually, what's happening at this lunch that you guys are making more than it is suitable to be observed? Robin, I cannot figure out who this relationship is. I keep saying, what is this a, a friend that you met? Is he in a the cult? Show? I don't know. What are, what are they going to be talking <laughs> no, about? No. What secret First stuff all, is John going to no one, observe? There's no one like famous. There's no one like that famous yeah. or anything. Close, right, but how do you know? How do you know this? Person? Is it a relative? Is it someone you met in your childhood? Can he you give us a little back hitchhiker? I just, I just <laughs> got a note. I just got a note. Saying it's fine if Blit comes. So they yeah, so they listen Who's to the, the show. Stop who, it. Who, who are they calling the shots? Exactly. <laughs> the Wachowski sisters. <laughs> they, they don't want to be named. <laughs> they don't, the all right, I don't need not, JD. Not be named. Yes. Yeah. JD, I don't yes. need a name. I'm not asking for that. Are you having I'm an saying, affair with someone? Yes. No, no, no. I literally oh. said. I just said I've worked. I worked with worked with this. Worked person with them. Hold it. Everybody calm down for a minute here. JD, this is someone you met through work. I assume the only job I know of is this job. So you met them through your radio career. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. 
And this is somebody who was involved with the show and you got to work with them. Yes. And then they moved to L.A.? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't go. Uh, it's like Rasan. Oh no, Jamie! Jamie barely had time for me. Right. <laughs> Who? Uh, well, and, and they contacted you and said they want to go to lunch with you. Yes, with a bunch of and people they, you don't know. No, I know these other people, just not as well as I know. It's not that you ever seen Eyes Wide Shut. No, it's not swingers or eyes wide shut. It's not the swingers group you were telling me about. No, right? it's not. <laughs> shut up. Okay. Is, is it a so, secret meeting with Jackie the Joke Man? Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Al Michaels. So you're, so you're telling me that it's not a famous person, but this is somebody you know through work. Would the audience fellow... know? Would everybody know who this person is if you said their name? I mean, you'd have to be a. <laughs> Fan, fan of the show, sure. But, fan, uh, fan. Thumb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Thumb. <laughs> Richie Valenson? <laughs> no, not Richie Valenson. I think, uh, Howard, I think I know who it is, but I don't know if that, JD would can't, want me they to don't want it. They don't want to be talking about They don't about. want their they name. Want about. Richard, it's okay. It's okay. Can, it's okay. can you say, we is it a female or a male? Well, hold it, guys. It's a male. <laughs> guys, We're all males guys. at this lunch. A uh, them. Sounds great. <laughs> John, you've been given <laughs> yes. the go ahead. You've been given the go ahead to cover the lunch. You will be there. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, JD, you will observe JD. You'll see what he's eating, and you'll yep. see what gummies or mm -hmm. beer, root beer, lace drinks he's going to have, yeah. and all of that. Uh, yeah. One more. I will, I will cover this lunch like I've n not covered any lunch before. I will be on him. One hundred and ten percent. Can you also take him hiking? <laughs> I've gone twice already, Ralph. Can you kill him? <laughs> he sounds like he's climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> all right. All right. What was that time right. you hiked? <laughs> he runs all the time. All right. All right. <laughs> it all sounds like I'm going to try and be respectful. It sounds like a friend of JD. Who is ashamed to say they're meeting with him? Do they like to <laughs> stay in the closet? <laughs> How dare he just dump right. Blit in the I middle know. of the day yeah. and leave him yeah. alone? Dump Blit in the middle of the day? I've had fucking Blit on my ass for fucking all week. <laughs> Howard, I think you should make these two guys move in together. I think you should. Like, I love that. Absolutely. I, that's what I said. Next time we come to LA, we should get like an Airbnb, one bedroom, and just, <laughs> yeah, or two bedroom is fine. Leave them in LA. <laughs> Lock them in a box. No. All right. Thank you, Ralph. Your dream is coming true. John will be covering wall to wall this mysterious lunch with a mysterious group of people. One of the people, one one person, JD knows well. Other people he knows, but not very well. And this He's person talked is ashamed to, to be. He's talked to them. Him. No, they're That's not right. ashamed. They just don't want to be talked about on the show. All right. Good. Fair enough. Let's leave mm -hmm. it at that. <laughs> All right, Ralph. Thank you. Let's give Angela the last word. Sherlock, Ralph. Well, you know, I, I had so much to get to today that I did not. What was it? Uh, well, the, the, the cum hat and Benji and all his problems and uh, then Rasan and Chris going at it. It was very, very tense. I, I swear I need, I need to take a, a, a Valium after this show. It was too much to keep up the cum hat and everything else. Uh, let's go to Angela. You have the last word, Angela. Howard, how are you? Yes. 
Fine. I just, I'm calling because we're on a Facebook post with a ton of Howard Stern fans, and everybody wants to know what happened with Eric and Debbie the Cum Lady. We haven't heard anything about it. Did it not oh, happen? boy. Now you open up a can of worms. Oh. I was going to get to that today. <laughs> I could give you an Eric and Debbie update. I got all the guys here. Does anyone want to hear? I, I should be leaving. The show is officially over. This would be bonus I'm overtime. I'm sorry. Well, thank you. I hear you're okay. Thank you, Angela. Do you guys want a quick update on where we're at with Debbie the Cum Lady and High Pitch Eric? Does anyone want an update? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. You you talked me into it. <laughs> Bonus Wednesday. There's a whole Facebook group that wants the update, apparently. <laughs> I know of this face group. Fan, book, uh, fan Facebook. club. <laughs> a fan fan club. That's what oh, they I'm are. The, I'm the head of the uh, Debbie Eric fan club. <laughs> what did I do with that? Let me find it. Hold on. I do have an update, believe it or not, and now I can't find it. I shouldn't have uh, gotten started. Where is that update of uh, High Pitch and uh, Debbie the Cum Lady? Let me see. I mean, I'm, I'm having trouble finding it. What are you doing oh, over there? Oh, what am I doing? I'm, uh, I'm, all, I'm all by myself. Gary's oh. uh, new nemesis, High Pitch Eric. I got a Bigfoot update, too, believe me, but I'm going to save that for next oh, week. Oh, save right. that one. But we need to know about Eric and Debbie because there was something supposed to be going on during the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I, I had some I notes. What the update is. I'm trying to find the uh, notes. Hold on. Give me a second. Can't find them. <laughs> I got so many fucking papers. I'm pro oh, here it is. Okay. No, that's not it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we should have remembered oh. we were supposed to be betting on whether yeah. Eric would come or not or be able to get it up. We it's missed all that. Our Super Bowl bet. Every note or is even get come. to Florida. Right. right. <laughs> is anyone going to help me out and tell me where my um, notes are? All right. All right. America, as you know, is gearing up for Debbie the Come Lady to blow high pitch Eric. Yeah. And as her name suggests, Debbie the Come Lady is obsessed with cum. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Debbie has a rotation of men that she blows to satisfy her ridiculous unquenchable thirst for jism. Now, Debbie is claiming that she's attracted to high-pitch Eric and she wants to give him the best orgasm he's ever had. And now they're making arrangements for it to happen. And the event, uh, Jimmy Kimmel named the event the Super Blow. The Super Blow. Right. And I thought it was going to be uh, at halftime. <laughs> That's right. Well, that didn't happen. Sal reached out to Eric and Debbie for an update. Debbie is taking this very seriously. She has an exact date. And location selected, she booked a beachfront hotel in Florida for Monday, March 14th. Evidently, this is happening. A beachfront? You know, Eric could be taken yeah. for a whale. Exactly. <laughs> might harpoon him. Now, I have some clips here. Eric says he's completely on board with this. And we asked Eric for an exclusive. We want to hear about the plan. Fill us in on the plan. And here was Eric's response. Eric, give me an update. What have you and Debbie planned so far? Well, I was, she told me not to masturbate like this baby for a month or two. That way I'll have more in me when I explode, explode when, she, when, when she does me. And how many loads do you plan on blowing in one day? Oh, maybe, maybe 20 loads. You're going to blow 20 loads in one day? Well, hold on. Maybe I'm speculating too much. I would say, I would say between five to ten loads. So you believe you can blow five to ten loads per day? Right. Now, you know, we've seen Eric in action. 
as far as we know, we don't think he's ever blown a load. We're not even sure he knows what a load is. That's right. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there. But Eric is planning to drive to Florida. And Eric then further explained to Sal how he's preparing himself physically for the big job ahead. <laughs> you want to come five to ten times a day. So what are you doing to prepare for this? Well, I'm going to assess my uh, situation. I'm going to uh, <laughs> cut down on certain junk food, like potato chips and stuff. I haven't eaten cookies or cake within a month or two. And how about all the medications you're taking? You know, that could affect your erections. Well, people say medications do affect that. And yes, it has in the past. But I haven't taken Percocets in weeks. <laughs> so you gave up Percocets with the hopes of getting an erection? Right, exactly. All right, now. <laughs> just to, uh, by the way, Debbie is planning to finger Eric's asshole while she blows him. That is her right. game plan. If she can get to it. Yeah, good luck. Lucky her. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we recently uh, played a clip of porn star Cat Cleavage, Cleavage revealing Eric didn't come when he took part in her world's first 300-pound gangbang in 2002. Right. And so what we did is we dug deeper and discovered something truly shocking. Uh, Eric has never seen his own load. He's never, he's never uh, actually <laughs> this seen. This was it. what I was thinking. I said Eric probably doesn't even know what a load is. <laughs> he well, thinks Robin, something is a load, and he probably, doesn't know. He probably pees uh, on himself. Uh, right. Robin, this, 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 this is uh, this is a cum bombshell. It's the biggest. Uh, <laughs> it's big news. You might be right on all. You know, of he so even Eric... wanted the hat at one point, didn't he? Right. Yes, he. I did, don't did. think hmm. anything would have happened. Listen to on. this, Robin. It might prove your point. So, Eric, you told me the last time you had sex with a woman was back in 2008. And she told you you came inside her vagina, correct? Yes. She said it was very hot inside her. But you never saw your load. No, but I, she said it was hot and wet. Okay, Eric. I'm a little curious. When you come, have you ever seen anything wet shoot out of your penis? It does, because I know I felt it. But you've never seen it. No, but I know I felt it. But you've never seen her come. Right. <laughs> well, Robin, I don't know about that. Now, this is a that. guy, doesn't he claim that he masturbates to Donnie Wahlberg and all this stuff? Yes. Yes, he but does. He, he says he gets all, you know, ready and, you know, whenever the show comes on and Donnie appears, he's good to go. Eric, how, how is it? How have seen his load? Eric, how is it you, Robin Ash, as a woman, a woman who's very sexually experienced, how is it you've not seen your load? Well, I always see my load when I jerk off Donnie. No, you don't. How do you know? You're not here in my house. You, you told me you you've don't. You've never seen it. Well, Robin, you're, are you here at my house on Friday night? <laughs> I yeah. just know what you just told Sal. Right, let me, let me continue. Here too. You're, you, you guys are here when Blue Boat is not on. Sal uh, called Blake, Debbie. Get over there. I'll go. Sal called <laughs> Debbie to see if she was concerned about all of this talk about Eric not producing any cum. And here's what Debbie had to say. Listen carefully. Are you concerned that Eric might not be able to come? Yes. That would be my worst nightmare. Because um, for me, this would be the first time it would happen. And no joke, I am praying every day that Eric does come, does give me a load, even if it's just a little bit. Also, I do have to let Eric know 
Um, I like a minute man, less than a minute man. So the quicker I could get him to come, the better. Oy vey. Now, uh, her yeah. worst nightmare, <laughs> Eric, let me repeat. Her worst nightmare is that you don't come. My worst nightmare is that I was in a room with you and you did come. But <laughs> I, I have to tell you, uh, this woman is afraid of getting carpal tunnel of the mouth. Uh, we know sucking on that worm of yours. It could go on for hours before you come. Are you going to be able to be a minute man? Are you going to be able to come that quick? Oh, I sure am. Okay. How often do you usually <laughs> masturbate, Eric? Well, she told me not to masturbate until I come out and see her. Right, but I'm wondering how many loads you're going to have stored up. How often do you usually masturbate in two months? Well, whenever Blue Blood is on, whenever I see... Uh, Wayne Brady and Drew Carey on TV. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're on every day. Wow. Uh, finally, um, we said, for the update now, finally we asked Debbie if she had any other concerns. And you, you might want to grab a vomit bag, uh, Robin. <laughs> this is Debbie's concerns. Here we go. Do you have any other concerns about Eric? Well, I am, I am, I am going to let him know if he's worried about me putting my finger or my tongue up his ass. If he's worried that there's going to be shit in his ass or something's going to come out or anything like that, um, what I'm going to do is bring an enema bag for Eric to clean out his ass so he feels nice and comfortable, and then I'll be able to lick and finger his ass as much as I want to. Would you Jeez. be willing to help him and give him the enema? If he needs my help, absolutely, yeah. And where will you do that, in the tub of the hotel? Oh, yeah, in the shower. Doing it over the toilet, would chances are you can make a big mess. So, yeah, you would definitely have to do it in the shower. And what do you do with all the duty in the tub? Put hot water down it and eventually melts down and goes down the drain. And what yeah, if Eric declines the enema? Will you still finger and eat his ass? Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. That's going to happen either way. In order for me to milk the prostate and give him a big load, that has to happen. Wow. Wow, wow. Well, well remind I'll me not to... Well, take uh, a shower in a hotel again. <laughs> Where's she doing that, the Bronx And don't zoo? take a bath either. <laughs> it does sound like the Bronx Zoo. <laughs> well, Eric, I think you're in for some wild time. Uh, uh, well, well I never had my milk state. I never had my frosty <laughs> milk. I mean, that's going to hurt. Hurt? Hurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the way up to the prostate. Mm, a long way. Oh, wow. You'd be like digging a hole of first. <laughs> I mean, is that going to tickle when she puts her finger up there? <laughs> well, you tell just, us when it you've happened. You've never had your yeah. prostate checked, Eric? It was probably asleep up there when, when, they, pump, when they put their finger up there. No, you ever been to a doctor and he says, roll over on your side, I'm going to stick my finger up your ass and check your prostate? I had a, I had a colonoscopy, but I never felt oh, it. I see. Well, probably your doctor was grossed out by you and he didn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, You're good. Uh, like, like, Howard, has anyone, has, like, when you, like, like a child, or when you, when you were having sex, has a woman ever Put this finger up your ass? Uh, one, uh, when I was uh, 18, I was with a woman who began to do that. I was uptight. I didn't let her do it. I, I should have maybe. I don't know. But I, I clenched. I, mm. I wasn't comfortable with a finger in my asshole. I'm very yeah, traditional it, that way. You got to relax, Eric. It, it can hurt. You know, you got to loosen up back there. 
Breathe in deep breaths. What? Has that ever happened to you, Chris? Yeah, I'm a gay guy. Of course. <laughs> did, it, did it hurt you? Sometimes, yes. If the guy has long fingernails, it can hurt, too. And Debbie Debbie might have that. Oh, my God. Fuck. What do I do? <laughs> Tell Debbie to trim her fingernails. Should I, should I take, like, a, like a colonic pin and just relax? <laughs> That'll help your boner. No. <laughs> just relax. You can relax without the medication, Eric. I, I know you can do it. Should I take an Ambien? <laughs> should I hit my, oh, I hit my no. head with a hammer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if I knock myself out unconscious? That's what I had a cold ask. I woke up and I came. I'll have a win. Yeah. It was great, I think. Yeah, I was all wet when I woke up. I pissed my pants. I peed in my sleep. Did I put anesthesia up my ass? <laughs> There's no way so you're he's nervous? coming. Oh, no I'm nervous about the finger up my ass. Well, so just let her... tell her not to do it. Yeah, that's all. Well, how about loosening up yourself? You know, put your finger up there a couple of no, times before no, you go. That, so he would close. pull out his back, right? <laughs> or something else. He can't reach his ass. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I dare her to finger your ass. <laughs> Knock no, out his shoulder, reaching for his what? ass. Why, I why guarantee you, if she fingers his ass, I bet you shit's going to come out. There's no uh, fucking way it's not. A hundred percent. It's hard to clean back there thoroughly yeah. at the best of times. Yeah, no, it's not, Chris. I haven't set the day toilet. It clears my whole fucking ass. Well, it must be a fire hose because I got one, too, and it doesn't do that good a job. <laughs> Howard, do you want me to go over and give Eric like a pre-enema to make sure he's nice and clean and his ass is loose for Ooh, yeah. Debbie? Stay out of it. Let, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now you're showing Thank up you. for anything. Yeah, yeah. He's, a big, he's ready. He, he figured out what he needs job. to do to get some air time. He's <laughs> going to yeah. send him to Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> send him to Ukraine. <laughs> really? Well, here's the uh, High Pitch Eric is Coming song. Do you Thank you, Cher. Ronnie's favorite singer. Howard, there may I say are. something? Yes. Um, so we, we heard from Cat Cleavage that Eric didn't come. We also found out that he's never seen his come. Uh, for next week, I'm preparing something else, another story, that will provide us even further proof that Eric has never come. So I'm leaving you with that. Really? Thing. All right. Oh, yes. oh, oh, that is... <laughs> Have you been in this apartment when Blue Bloods is on? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes, Eric, yes. Real quick. Andrew said he doesn't want no one over his house with his hat. Why doesn't Why don't you get a hotel for Benji? That way he's more comfortable. Because I'm, you know what? I'm not going out of my way for Benji. <laughs> I, you know, Benji can be a team player and just do it right, and it'll be great, and everyone will love it. That's it. <sighs> Ugh, like, I've been a team player lately. I'm like Gary, who's not a team player. No, you are What's a team that? player. Gary is not a team player. You are. You're absolutely right, Eric. How about listen, Benji goes to Eric's house to do it? <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, Eric. Back. When you're with a woman and a woman says to you, I want to put my finger up your ass, 
You always have the right to say no. No means no, you know. And so uh, if it was me. But you know Eric's a people pleaser. If she yeah. wants to put his, her finger up his ass, he's probably going to let it happen. I got to tell you, this this Debbie the cum lady talks a good game. Uh, it seems like she knows what she's doing so that she's not going to hurt you. She's going to give you pleasure. That's what it yeah. sounds like. But, uh, you know, if you if you don't dig it, you just say, hey, uh, that's not my thing. That's what you do. I'm going to all my cum just for her. All right. Romantic. You've been enough. saving There's... it all your life, apparently. And remember, Eric, she also said that she would be willing to tongue your ass. So if you just go for the tongue, right. you'll... You that can... helps. If she eats your ass first, that'll loosen you up for sure. Maybe I'll have uh, her eat my ass because I might be more into that rather than her. Well, you do <laughs> like eating. Yes. So, Eric, it sounds like your plan is to have your ass eaten, not fingered, <laughs> while you're being jerked off. Is that your plan? Exactly. Yes. Right. Does and you say, know what the hell she's getting into? She's insane. I, I don't know. I, I say. I say. Uh, and Eric she plans. And Eric plans to come twenty times that day. So wow. There you go. Just uh, close your eyes and pretend it's John Stamos's finger in your ass. There you go. There you go. There's a good idea. See. All right, well, Eric. Would you come down to cover it? We'll see, of course. We'll see. All everything is on the table, Eric. But I'm out of juice now. You know what? We don't know if you have any juice, and we I'm for sure my juice is gone. All right, thank you, Eric. All right. Well, everybody, another big week, another big show. Uh, look forward to next week. More hijinks, more fun, more more reports of JD's final lunch, secret lunch, and dinner. Tonight for his final night in L.A. and the big plane ride back when John Blit will propose to J.D. and ask him to be his husband in Wedding List. And the, the hat will be arriving at Benji's. So we'll Benji's, my there. boy. I got I went against uh, I went against Robin's belief and many others that Benji will fuck this up. I got faith in my boy. And right. it's going to be a, a great, great uh, experience when Benji has the hat and comes through for me. JD had faith in the Bengals. Yeah, Big you'll regret it if you fuck it on Benji. Monday. You will regret it. <laughs> you will regret it. I hope I don't regret it. I, I, I no, hope I you. don't. Benji will regret Benji it. Will. Benji will regret I, it. Again, I'm not, you know, I'm single. And, and I do sometimes say, oh, I work on the Howard Stern show. Then they look up, oh, well, what's something you've done? Oh, great. You're coming in a hat. It's not great for dating. Oh. All right. Oh, all please. Right. Yeah. Come you on, know what's not great for dating? It, Being Benji. All right. Benji, good luck. Problems. <laughs> Benji, good luck with the hat. Don't let us down. And uh, JD, big final night out in L.A. I know your celebrity <laughs> friends and Japanese oh, restaurants yeah. and all your getting high and everything. But pace yourself. <laughs> Somebody. I uh, will. We'll see I'm what worried. happens. And uh, Gary, try to uh, tell Chris's truth on the uh, wrap-up show, please. And, oh, please. Uh, I will do my best. Uh, will all do right. Best. I, will, I will do my best. And Richard, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will strangle you, Gary. I will strangle you. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week.